The following podcast contains naughty language and ridiculous situations. Listener discretion is advised. You know, I've got nothing going on in my brain right now. So get your candy. Get your booze. Wear your sexy outfits. And welcome to Trick or Treat Radio. Welcome to episode 170 of Trick or Treat Radio. Trick or Treat Radio is a phantasmagorical spin kick straight through the heart of pop culture. It is navigated by the Deadites. The Deadites are the world's greatest electroshock band. We destroy monsters, we drink booze, we win championship belts, and we podcast for almost five hours on other people's shows. What the fuck? None of you guys were here for that, though. Me and Dynamo. Dynamo and I. Me and Dynamo and I, all of you, all of us, he and I, we appeared on the Cult of Muscle episode ninety one. Yes, <laughs> that's what it sounds like. <laughs> did, you tear, did you tear your O ring or something? What oh, was shit. that? Uh, I, I was picking up this Narragansett kid. <laughs> he just X pocked himself. <laughs> he ripped open his anus. <laughs> So, anyways, uh, Dynamo and I appeared on the Cult of Muscle episode ninety-one. It was a fucking blast. We talked about everything from Ted Levine, oh wait, exactly, to uh, uh, to the Hills Have Eyes remake from Alexander Aja. Oh, we talked about the Last Boys. (laughs) We read the Last Boys. Good, good. And uh, we talked about bags of soda, leaving leaving coffee in the in the parking lot and all kinds of other stuff so it was a blast hanging out with cdr and jakey Pooh. those guys are the best we love those dudes and you should too head on over to the cult of muscle and find them on itunes stitcher or cult of muscle.libson.com or uh, they also got that uh, awesome newfangled facebook group so go check it out and go listen to that it was a lot of fun mm. now we are one man short for now i know he's not going to let that streak end Ooh. He will be here. He will walk triumphantly through that door. Or crash through the door like the Shockmaster <laughs> on WCW. Or be locked and out like last fall flat on his <laughs> face. <laughs> hey. I love that. I would, I would say he's going to triumphantly enter. And you guys, <laughs> you guys have to put the little fucking cream on top yeah we do that's where where the cream goes (laughs) (laughs) you you motherfuckers so halloween's coming up we got some awesome stuff coming up on the show actually so this is totally last minute we were talking to try to get the ink dry on the contract but tonight we will have a guest we'll get him for a very short period of time he is a director writer actor and he goes by the name of matt o but we're going to talk to matt o mahoney I wonder if he's related to uh steve gutenberg oh carrie mahoney <laughs> mahoney <laughs> what is it mahoney <laughs> browser browser <laughs> nobody screws with me 
<laughs> so we're going to talk to Matt O. He is the director, writer, and I believe he also, yeah, and he acts in the f- latest film from Artsploitation Films, Bloody Knuckles. So we're going to also um, talk to him about that. And apparently, he is a horror aficionado, as you would expect, as someone who's into horror, but uh, will pick his brain about horror as well. So he's actually on set. He's taking a break on set of the, whatever film he's working on to talk to us. So that should be pretty cool. The first time we're talking to somebody on set. So that'll happen around the 10 o'clock hour. So we're going to wait and do the movie review after because we want to talk to Matt, give him ample time. And then after that, we're going to review our film, Tales of Halloween. Yeah. Dynamo did not bust through the door, Shockmaster style, like we had hoped, but it's okay. He's got a bag of soda. <laughs> what are you doing? Nothing. You Why are you knocking over Etrigan? It was fine till somebody named Dynamo Horrors walked in the door. You've you just- ruled the world long enough, Sid Vicious. <laughs> Come after me, Sid. Might be the best Sid. <laughs> Sid. <laughs> oh yeah, if you listen to that, if you listen to it, he almost says Sid. Yeah. He says Sid. <laughs> Sid. So we are going to talk Sid! to Matt. <laughs> Dynamo, I was talking about the cult of muscle. Why don't you uh, interject on that real quick? What did you, you think of our appearance? Uh, it has gotten to the... Uh, <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, they said that they're sorry that they didn't call you guys to come on. Or consider you, or have it even crossed their mind at all. But uh, they that's, may, that's they may next time. Mean, man. That's good. That's, that's fine. Mean. Hey, even if he's honest, it doesn't bother me. No, they love Monster Zero. They do. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the other one, yeah, and, um, the other, and the other one. It uh, has got to the point that uh, it's not even like doing a radio show anymore. Yeah, like, I feel like it's totally like inaccessible to anyone who is in that group of people that talk on the internet all day, like teenage. Girls. I love that band, Inaccessible. Mm-hmm. They're good. That guy jacks off by hanging himself. so that's what's coming up tonight can we talk about this movie now no we're gonna wait till after our we have an interview with matt O, which you're just finding out now at 10 p.m he's on set so he won't be able to talk for very long so we'll have him for about 30 to 45 minutes tops so we're gonna speak with him and then we're gonna review tales of halloween and then if and if there is time there was a lot of talk on the fib this week about the uh, top twenty-five horror flicks. We should do that for a thing, though. Okay, like a, like a like he made week. a fucking list, right? <laughs> so did so did Wiley. So I feel like okay. we should do that, like for a, like a a second segment next week or the weekend. Yeah, after. we can do it. Uh, I'll have to check. I forget what schedule. Yeah, but soon. But I, I mean, think... there's no it's no rush. It's not like he's going to lose his list, right? Well, you never know. I'll lose my mind before I lose my <laughs> list. I, I... You got a lisp. <laughs> Uh, Wiley yeah. made a list as well, and okay. I, I'm going to try to nudge Michael Neal to as well. Ooh, okay. I, no, I like this. Let's let's yeah. hold off then. MZ, can you hold off a week or two on that? I don't know. It's going to be kind of tough. Yep. I, I don't know if I can hold it. Jesus. Oh, oh, Jesus. It's going off like a water wiggle. He's going to make that fight again. Anybody got that? <laughs> anybody got a towel? <laughs> you, need a, you need an antiseptic. <laughs> Who was watching? Ointment. Someone on Monster Zero's wall was watching Silent Rage. I don't know. I thought only I watched that. I watched it. I guess not. We were on uh, OTC to review that. Right. A couple of Halloweens ago, right? No? It was I don't in the know. summer. I don't know. So, 
That's what's going on. Dynamo, we Dynamo. talked about Cult of Muscle. Mm-hmm. Fucking blast. Those dudes are the best. Go check out that episode, 91. Yeah, if you we, have about five hours. We talked about Lost Boys, a.k.a. Last Boys, and we also reviewed The Hills Have Eyes, the remake, and we talked about all the shit we've been devouring. You know what I realized from looking at my uh, my phone afterwards, from no. like the, when I made the note? No, what? So we did a five and a half hour show with those guys. Well, it was only four and a half. Well, we talked to them for five and a half. Yeah, it it it, it didn't count the hour that we talked about pro wrestling at the time. Right, exactly. In between in between segments and yeah, and I will say when after. I did El Goro's show, that you know that's always more non sequitur. Like we actually really talked about those movies for quite a while this time. So yeah, two good movies too to to talk about. I, I feel like we could have talked about. I feel like we could have maybe gushed less about Last Boys <laughs> and discussed um, The Hills Have Eyes a little more. Like, I feel like there was... Like, I agree. I agree. But, uh, like, you know, no complaints. It was great. CD, uh, there's a terrific story about CDI killing a member of the clergy almost, so it's uh, definitely worth a listen, folks. <laughs> so, what? who's... Who's stroking their mic? Are it's me. I'm trying to put mic? it together. For some reason, it's all loose in a pot. Whoa. 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 <laughs> goosey. Yeah, that's not me. Though, though my early all set, set stupidity is like in full effect, as we found out on the Cult of Muscle. Like, it's not me. This thing is like in pieces. So, all right. Anything else we need to talk about? Nope. Okay. Oh. What are you doing? I don't know. Jesus. Something's... something's Quote Professor J, something's not right over here. <laughs> <laughs> so we did our, we recorded our Halloween episode a few days ago. We, we wanted to make sure we got enough time. It's tough enough to do one podcast, let alone fucking three, right, Dynamo? Why do we do this for ourselves in October? And I recorded uh, three the Halloween ones, too. Oh, nice. And you also did Al Goro recently. Yeah. Why do we Ooh, do this to ourselves? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I prefer. How did Goro feel about that? What else am I going to fucking do? I like I want to play on stage. I want to do podcasts, and I want to meet with beautiful women to talk about making cool things. Well, speaking of playing on stage, we haven't even talked about that. Do you want to go ahead and talk about the Dead Art Show? Yeah, it's fucking great. Thank you. <laughs> you all right. Thank you. Thank Moving you, on. Thank you, everyone who came. Um, Ooh, you uh, you came out in force, and you came in Ooh. proud. And uh, I had a I had a nice little decompress earlier today uh, while I was waiting to not get my cat scan a second day in a row. Um, uh, with uh, Miss Matrix and uh, you know there was some technical problems that actually she wanted me to make sure I told the trick or treat radio heads even though we made jokes about it that they weren't us it was club problems um, the monitors kept going out so uh, for those of you who aren't musicians the monitors are the things that uh, make it so that we can hear if we're singing loud enough or playing properly on stage how do monitors work yeah stop it <laughs> They're what like, do monitors have to do with the show? Yeah, they're, uh, they're like... Uh, it's they're, the anti-monitor. Yeah, they're like Wi-Fi. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, that was a thing, and we played a really good set, and uh, I got off stage, and I was really sore. Um, and uh, But I was really basking in one of the hottest Deadites crowds of all time, so thank you very much. I, I, I am going to stop because I could literally talk about it the whole show. Well, we got time to kill before... May I quickly... Uh, Address my health thing because I got about eighty six messages over the last couple days. That's because you sent out one hundred and two. Right. <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> uh, 
182. Um, <laughs> that's the that's the return, folks, when you promote a show. Um, I uh, showed up at my doctor's appointment, um, and as I walked in, I found out that they had called me earlier in the day to tell me there was a problem, and the problem is that my insurance did not uh, okay the pre-op procedure of a CAT scan. So they couldn't do the surgery without a CAT scan. Um, the diagnostic did find something that they didn't like, though. Um, nothing too awful serious, but I, I won't go into that until they find out for sure. But right now I'm just waiting around for a CAT scan, which sucks. Uh, and it's one of the few reasons that I am not a... F- it's one of the many reasons that I am not a fan of the American healthcare system. Uh, there aren't many reasons I don't like America straight up, but the American healthcare system is, is one of them, is... Um, much like uh, Bill by Force was waiting recently to uh, have um, to have a uh, cat scan for a procedure. Um, well, at least you'd have to wait four years, like CDR had to wait. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's still waiting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. And uh, Bill by Force is still waiting too. So uh, I don't know. Um, the other option that happens is that I get sick again, and they have to do it for an emergency. All right. Well, let's get you sick again. Yeah. So uh, we'll see. I, I don't really like the idea. Uh, I was telling uh, my my old man that I uh, was kind of like I knew I was sick, but I didn't feel sick. Does that make sense? Like uh, I didn't, I didn't you, feel I didn't yeah. feel like anything was wrong. Okay, you know? no, I know that feeling. But then I got off fucking stage and it hurt. It felt like the way I explained it. Have you guys? Have, I think you guys ever got a canker sore. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Have you got it on a spot where it like just gets like pulled apart and won't heal? Like a penis. <laughs> Nope, that's not a canker sore. That's not where you get. Yeah, you don't yeah. get one of those there. Yeah, no, pass. Um, so anyway, yeah, it it, uh, it 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 burned and it stung and it was throbbing. And it was sore. So um, you know, I was like, well, not a big deal because I'm gonna have the procedure by the end of uh, uh, the end of this week, which still may happen. But uh, as it is Wednesday and they have not put me under the knife or given me a game plan yet, I'm a little worried. So. Um, that is it. Thank you so much for everybody checking to see what happened. Uh, and thank you to everybody who told me that I, I sounded better than ever. Um, and uh, that the band sounded incredible. And that uh, it's easy for me to sound good with how good of the people who play with me. Um, and I promise you, uh, I made a promise on stage that I said I wasn't gonna because I didn't have any control over this. But the, the, the crowd got me so wired up that I um, said... I am coming back no matter what. If they cut my throat open and put my head just rested on my shoulders, um, if they give me a robot throat, uh, no matter what happens, I am coming back. So uh, you guys show me to love, and I'm going to show you to love back, and I love my band. Shark, uh, And I love Monster Zero. So uh, it's... Uh, I love you too, man. Thank you. So it's going to be... A, it's, uh, you know... You, I, I was ready to call it quits before that show, and you guys gave me the fire. You guys gave me the intentional fortitude. Uh, you guys gave me the clubber, and so thank you so much. Uh, I think the band sounded awesome. No, it was funny though, Wolfie. Uh, I don't know if you can notice from where you were that Donna Matrix and I kept running into each other because we're not used to the logistics of. of well, I was stage. on. I was in front of the stage, so yeah, I saw that. I, I, I didn't. I didn't see you. Oh, I I, I was distracted by. Uh, uh, the two small uh, pale children standing in front of the sexy librarian. Two small bald children. Uh, it may or may not have just been her chest, but I wasn't positive. But I almost fell off stage more than once because how foxy she was. Speaking of her that chest. show, uh, 
our friends over at Bad Brother Films, Peter over there, yep. posted a little video. I don't know how he, I just saw this yesterday, like last night. How did I miss it? He's got the, uh, if there's one song I didn't want to see, it was this one. But uh. Yeah, but it was a pretty pretty good Titanic team up. Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. can't talk today. Titanic team up. You want to hear a little bit? I just feel like Who I'm, out there wants to hear some? Not me. We do. That was you, Raven Shadow. I'm asking them. Who wants to hear some? Who wants Kyle, to see on, a Caucasian hobo like, rap? I'm Wooberman from England. I would love to see some. <laughs> well, we're just going to on the internet. We're just going to hear it. So well, I, I feel I'm doing. I'm answering the question. You're doing good. Uh, Dr. Joey Tron Joey chant. All right, so Joey Tron's coming on stage. He gets a hug from Ms. M. That's a little weird. Yeah, that is very weird. I don't get that. Oh, we got Jethro Novicon says me. He wants to hear it. In the chat room. Jeff I.L. We got Jeff I.L. I don't know who that is. Someone new. That's awesome. I love that drum. Yeah, sounds good. We'll do more of that. Yeah, he's the fucking best. Old school flop flop. Come on, Barricade, y'all dogs! Who's that hobo singing? I don't know. <laughs> Nobody ever videotapes the first song where I have a nice coat on and a tie. <laughs> All right. There's a little bit right there for you. A little psychopathic. Uh, those guys told me they taped the whole show, so I'm anxious to see that. Nice. Cool. And Very there's cool. allegedly, uh, I guess the editor could ixnay it. There's a rumor the editor might ixnay it just because he doesn't like when people won't give up their uh, real identities. Uh, and I would not give up anybody's identities. But I think there is going to be a full decompress uh, about the show in the uh, Telegram and Gazette. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. Speaking of editor, look who just accepted my friend request, Raven Shadow. Who's that? Is that Connor Sweeney? <laughs> oh, shit. Are you jealous? I am jealous. <laughs> well, if he can do it. I got the, I'm scared. I got the pleasure of watching. How's this for a double feature? The first time uh, after our meeting, the first time the Red Queen had ever seen them. You ready? Kung Fury mm-hmm. and nice. Manborg. That's an excellent penis you have. I'm going to fucking do it. How's so that for a double feature? That's a pretty good one. Kung Fury and... What was it? First. Manborg. Manborg, okay. Don't do it at the same time, you fucking weirdos. Why? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to be your friends. We have... Um, he says, monster zero, more like asshole. <laughs> We have uh, Boston, Massachusetts. Jeff I.L. is uh, hanging out in the chat room for the first time. I went and I just clicked on his uh, Twitter handle. Look at this. He's in the fucking uh, the wolf pack. Hmm. The wolf pack? He's with uh, with the kid. Oh, snip. With uh, Kevin Nashy and uh, Razor Ramon. He's, he's one of my favorite Italian directors. What was that? Razor <laughs> uh, on the right? Spanish directors, yeah, yeah. right? He's a warrior wolf. Kevin Nashy. Yeah. Why does Razor look kind of like Michael Chiklis? Because <laughs> it is. It's called Age Friend. He's going to be the thing in the next uh, Fantastic Four. 
But now, awesome. Je- uh, Jeff Ayal, thank you for uh, tuning in, my friend. Yeah. Looks like he's a big fan of wrestling, so you're uh, you're in the right place when we talk about wrestling, that is. It's and not says, all the time. And he but. says he loves Kung Fury. Can't blame you, man. That movie's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. I agree, too. This, fucking love this top this This uh, this year's top ten is going to be difficult. Huh? Not easy. Not easy. Because we have, I mean, look at, um, we also have Turbo Kid, you know? Yep. Mm. Man, it's, it's going to be tough. Lots of 80s revival going on. Cold in July, I think, is going to oh. be number one. Jeff Isle, he hangs out. He, Ravenshaw, why don't you say anything? What? He, uh, he knows you from, from the comic shop. Jeff Isle? Oh, snip! What, now it's now He's it's my noogie. <laughs> no. My noogie. He's my dude, yeah. He's, we were talking about uh, Tales from Halloween beforehand. Up-and-coming hu- up hungry young tiger. Yeah, he's a big fan of the book. Oh, my Club. God. Wait, wait. Did did he Dynamo? Did he just do what I think he did? What did he get somebody to tune into the show? Oh, Bombaleo! Wow. Did he wow. fucking do his job? One hundred and seventy-six episodes. <laughs> is Unbelievable. Great about, about Jeff is that we have mutual friends. He's a friend of Jenny Ismi. He loves uh, the Bullet Club. He loves the Great Sasuke. He loves long, long walks on the beach. <laughs> yeah. Like, Which like, is funny because most of those people you just mentioned don't care for you, but he still stings with you. So no, Jenny likes me. And the yeah, sun's no, shining I heard all on about it. <laughs> you heard all about it. Yeah. She's like, I kept getting the text. Why do I have to sit near him? No. Yep. Yep. She's like, can't I sit next to Monster Zero like when I'm on the show? Like I'm a real person? Yeah, be, we, we gotta get her back on the show. We soon. had dinner like growing up. Who is me? Yeah. Oh, definitely. How about next week? Mm, how about right now? I'll call. Her. Yeah, yeah. Call her ass down here. Yeah, soon, I'll call all of her down here as soon as uh, she gets done with Halloween uh, stuff, which is like in November sometime. I'm sure she will be back a lot. So we have about twenty minutes till we need to get our boy um, closer to the heart Matt O on the line I'm gonna do it don't do, do what it. I'm gonna invite no no no, no don't, don't, do do don't do it don't do it what do you mean don't do <laughs> it don't do it <laughs> don't listen to him no do, do it. it do not you're gonna listen to Monster Zero <laughs> do not do it he, he did you're it. such a fucking crush on Connor Sweeney I do Stay tuned, folks. Is, is he your Ryan Gosling? Kind of is. He's got a wow. good... I'll tell you this. I'll tell you one thing, and if you listen, it's Connor, sweetie, size. God bless you. You have a good cock. Yeah, it's because you yeah. see, it's cause you've taken a, you have a, a fa- gander at that. That's you, a nice penis. Yeah, job. you have a phenomenal it's cock. The show ever. <laughs> like, I, can't, I can't even imagine what that thing's like when it's up and going. Oh, my God. <laughs> when it's up and going. I'm going to be so fucking disappointed. Yeah, because like, like it's, it's, it's like it's like mid-thigh when it's, uh, you know... When he's not excited, oh, he's got a fucking knee in it. Yeah, like it's like a, it's like a, <laughs> he's got a knee in it. He, he, he gets excited. That thing sits up and goes Murnborg. He puts his pants on three legs at a time. <laughs> when they like go, penis, tri- more like asshole. He's a tripod. When they yeah, when they were filming Father's Day, they just had him hold the camera to keep it steady. <laughs> they rested on his fucking back and he's bent over. He's hunched uh, over. Uh, Jeff Ayal wants us to get Jenny Esme on. Yeah. He says, yeah. get her on. Get her on what? Come on. Slow it down. What? Oh, you're a pig. Oh, she Fuck was, all he you was just guys. saying that. He was just saying that she wanted to hang out with you. Yeah. Now you had to hey. do that. Well, and she still wants to hang out with me. She, she knows my sense of humor. She knows my sense of humor. Not anymore. After yeah. you gave Myra a hug the other day, she sent me a picture. I said, what's that? You eating oatmeal? She said, no, I threw up in my mouth. Why don't we do some intros here? Myra loves me. No. Myra loves me. Nope. 
You guys want to do intros? I love you. Yeah. She said the only reason why she hangs out with you is to get to me. Wait, before we do intros, actually. Oh, great. <laughs> before we do intros, we have right now. Let me go ahead and pull this up. Let me pull it up on TrickOrTreatRadio.com. Don't do this. Whip me. it out. You, yeah. Don't I'm, excuse I'm, me when I whip this I'm out. I'm sorry, Dynamo. I got to do it. Well, what's up? I got to do it. Hold on. I'm, I'm looking for it. Oh, <laughs> Raven Shadow, you're going to like this. I, I, can't I, wait. I promise you. Uh, and it's going to suck for everybody else. Is mm-hmm. it Connor Sweeney? Except my oh, my God. Post? How much stuff do we have in this fucking fib? We had a lot of noise. I know, right? He complains about how much stuff is actually on the fib. Can no, you I'm not that? complaining at all. All right. Here we go. Don't, don't do it. All right. I'm going to read what it says here. Do not read this. This is from our, our buddy, Josh I will quit. Ferguson. The show. Sorry about the wait, Trick or Treat Radio, but oh. the time is now. Oh, my Lord. Grab your cheapest beers and finish slaying your local Draculas because it's time for the second 24 Apparel exclusive Trick or Treat Radio shirt. So strap on because, quote the Raven Shadow, oh, my Lord, has landed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Designed by the lovely and extremely talented Jeanette. This shirt will have all the Raven Rooters and Shadow Puppets up on their feet. Pre-orders will be taken for an entire month and end on November 26th, so don't let these shirts go up in smoke. Pre-order now. <laughs> the exclusive Trick or Treat Radio <clears throat> shirt. This is the second one. You need to order before November 26th because after that day, bye-bye. No Raven Shadow shirts ever again, uh, Dynamo. Flies the coop. Yeah. Dynamo. So at least, at least you have that. You yeah. Can I can I spend money on it so it can fucking sit in my back seat in an envelope like the other one I got peer pressured into buying? <laughs> yeah. I'll use mine as a jit rag. <laughs> okay. I beg, I beg your pardon. I um. Uh, Alex, I'm calling for a definition. Okay. I'll get I'll get the green one. That way it shows up more. <laughs> so you have until November 26. If you want, is the- jit a thing? Of course it is. I think, it's, I think it's Jid. What? No, Jid. He said, what did he say? Jid? Jid. So I'm assuming it means, uh, I'm assuming it means semen, right? That's fair. You, oh, I love that game. I love that game. Semen? You want to edit this? <laughs> no, the, the Sega Dreamcast game. Yeah, you said, oh, Seaman. Yeah, you, yeah. Said, you said a mouthful, Johnny. <laughs> um, I, thank you. If, if you're a fan of Trick or Treat Radio or oh. you barely tolerate me, please buy uh, my official T-shirt. It's got a super sexy raven with my signature catchphrase, Bombaleo and smoke. I've got a deal. You didn't even fucking know that. I had to fucking explain if it If you, you people buy 50 of these, right? What do you mean you people? If you people buy... <laughs> I'll tell you what. If you people buy 30 of these, right... <laughs> Michael Ravenshaw will be off the air for one minute. Oh, Snoop! Did he? That. Did he? Come on, sweetie. <laughs> Accepted my friend request. This is the best day ever. <laughs> so this think about that for a second, great. folks. Mine too. Wait, wait, hold on. This is turning out to be a great night after all. <laughs> if he only knew what he's going to have to deal with. Connor Sweeney accepted mine too. Oh, you guys are such oh. dorks. Oh, my God. <laughs> I will say idiots. that Connor Sweeney's penis goes with your penis balls. Oh. My balls? Yeah, like it's proportionate. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus, what a mess that would be, huh? That's a fucking movie. Imagine, imagine Connor Sweeney's Right. Okay. Yep. Listening. And my balls. Yep. Lumped into. You're not one talking to the mic tonight. Yep. Lumped into one. There you go. Set of junk. Yeah. You would drop your pants and it'd say, "I'm not an no, animal. I, I'm a real man." I wouldn't drop my pants. I think it would do it for me. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, boy. This is fucking awesome. What is awesome? Connor Sweeney's my friend. Connor Sweeney's <laughs> awesome. Everybody from Astron 6 is awesome. It ain't just Connor Sweeney. Yeah, but Connor, Swe- Connor Sweeney's real estate, in my opinion, has gone down a little bit right now. No, no, <laughs> no. Let's take a friend request from anybody. No. Did he accept your friend request? I didn't try. No, well. well oh, well, he's not your oh, friend. He's jealous. He's jealous. Yeah, no, he didn't try. In other words, he, he's telling you to fuck off. <laughs> no, because I'm like I'm not desperate for Oh, you're, des- you're desperate. For what? Yeah, exactly. I'm desperate to acceptance. Yeah, exactly. It w- I would I wouldn't be desperate for acceptance either if my girlfriend didn't let me go do anything ever. Oh, Bombalea, look yeah. at this shirt. Is I would oh like it. Lord. Is it red and green? Because I would like it more if it was red and green. I think that's showing you the options. I would wear. It, I look like 3D man. <laughs> it's either red or green. Well, yeah. I don't want either one of those. I'm I'm gonna buy two red. Yeah, if it was and red and if it was red and green, <laughs> that should be an option. That'd be cool. And and let me let me just state that for every T-shirt you buy, we actually get a pretty big chunk of it. And if jo- you buy thirty, for, let's put it this way: for every T-shirt we sell, Michael Ravenshaw will stay home one day and not do the show. Hey, I'll tell you what. Think I'll about tell that. You make we. You know, it's like fundraising because you know people that don't want a T-shirt will buy it for you not to be here. No. Think about how much you could do the show. Jo- how about this? How about this? How about you this? You could fund how about this? studio. How about what? How about this? How about this? If 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 thirty shirts are sold, right? He's of, gonna say exactly. Oh my god! He's gonna say exactly what I said ten minutes. Ago. Oh my god! No, if thirty are no. sold, we we got a pretty good chunk. If thirty is sold of either the red or the green, whatever, it doesn't matter. Any size, whatever. I'll do the show in my underwear. <laughs> Wait, you 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 still got another uh, another you. I don't your mic's off. Your fucking sell. mic's off. Stop stroking your mic. Don't sell any shirts. I will. I no. will on him. No. <laughs> you you are going to get divorced even though you're not married. If I you am do not that. married. Don't ever say that I'm married. I know, but you Jesus Christ. She will cut your and, nuts and, off. And I will wear the tightest underwear. Nice. <laughs> Please everyone. Why wait? 30 shirts. You dummy. I had this set up that we get a treat if we sell a lot of shirts, and now you fucking ruined it that we have something terrible that happens if we... <laughs> you still got a tuck dance. You got a... So, yeah. So dude. here's how it is. For every shirt we sell, Michael Ravenshaw will stay home one day. No. No. That's not going to happen. No. Why? Why? He's got, he's got stuff to do. He could just have his... That's why did he happen. book his vacation? Well, a couple of shirts time. have already been sold, so, so he'd be gone for the next... Bomba Lair. No, so why I come so, here, so I don't have to do fucking grown-up... Jobity job. No, I thought you liked doing eating like a grown up. Well, yeah, with you guys. He drinks <laughs> like a grown up. <laughs> so. Listen, buy a shirt. So everyone. Uh oh. Huh. What happened? What happened? Oh. Wait. What? Nothing happened. Oh. Shut up. I'm going to buy Connor Sweeney a shirt. So. <laughs> do not buy Connor Sweeney a shirt. All right. So MZ just put it. He laid it out on the line. We got to go with this it. This is now. terrible. I had a good thing, and now you're like, I feel like I'm in fucking bizarre Hold world. On. Everybody's like, oh, if, if we If we sell 30 t shirts, Monster Zero will do the show in his underwear. Please. So everyone buy them. And, and do if not we, buy any. If we sell 30 t shirts, we pay for hosting for uh, podcast hosting for a few months. Yep. So. If we sell 60. I will we, we do the show in my underwear as well. <laughs> you will do the show in your underwear? I'll do the show completely Wait, nude. If we sell 120, Miss M. I'll, I'll do. Okay. Wait, what are you going to do, Johnny? I'll do it. <laughs> if we sell 120 shirts. So like, so, like for every, so every 30 shirts that get sold. And you're 90. 30, right. 60, 90, 120. All right. 
This does not seem like, like <laughs> All right, was a little lasagna. No, all right, I'm, I'm no judge. Yeah, I'm, lasagna. <laughs> I'm no judge of man meat, but this does not seem like a very good deal. <laughs> all right, so 200 shirts. The, the, why are we doing this? The two <laughs> radio guys. Will, 200 shirts. What? We'll yeah. do the show in a in a. Bridges. We'll, we'll do it. We'll do it nude upside down. How does it, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll see if we can get some of our uh, other friends on. Yeah, maybe some females. To be nude? No, yeah. we don't. Not nude. Why are you I didn't so say why don't we crass? Why are you saying so sexist? I am sexy. Yeah. I didn't. Say, we just said friends. Ist. Ist. Now, what if what if we had Andy Christ in his underwear? I don't know that. People would like that. That guy's built like a brick shit house. I don't know where it's about tiny up, white, tiny white, tiny white, tiny white's built like a if real we can nice. get him back. <laughs> yeah. He kept saying at the show, I would say about nine million people asked him when he was coming back, and he keeps he said he is coming back. Well, I removed him from the Dropbox because he kept deleting movies. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Well, we have to let's do intros because we have to fucking finish up. All right, so I am Johnny Wolfenstein, the pencil pusher and producer of media for Trick or Treat Radio and the Deadites. We also have the immortal gunslinger, singer, lyricist for the Deadites, Dynamo Mars. Hi, everybody. We have the chain-smoking, hand-kissing, baby-shaking, hot-pocket-loving, comic-book-reading nerd, and the official smoke machine for the Deadites, Michael Ravenshadow. That's right, Johnny. I'm here. I got beer. Get used to it. <laughs> All right. We have the vulgar guru of horror, cast member of Morbid Vision Films, one-time contributor for Horrorhound Magazine, Monster Zero. Yeah, and I think that if uh, we're going to go through with this whole thing with the t-shirts, I suggest you get the chairs scotch-guarded. <laughs> I think my chair is okay, but... It's not the budget. No, it's not. Uh, MZ, this might be a good, uh, uh, as good a time as any. Uh-huh. I know you wanted to talk a, a little bit about cryptic plasm. Yeah. Do you want to talk really briefly since we just introduced you about that? Yeah, sure. Um, uh, you know what? Uh, after watching it, I only watched it once. I I got to watch it a couple more times in order to get you know to fully ingest the film. Uh, but I got to say that this is. Uh, this is Brian Pollan's Magnus Opus. Ooh. This is this is without question his best film. Nice. And I can I can honestly say that because I'm hardly in it. <laughs> uh, but uh this film it's it's got some really great atmosphere. Well, it's got some great atmosphere though. It's not as atmospheric as his previous efforts. Okay. Be- well, his previous efforts, you know, mostly dealt with zombies. This isn't really much in the zombie Vein. Does it have zombies in it at all? Uh, well, I gotta thank you. <laughs> Jesus, Magnus Opus, folks. Yep, Magnus, Magnus Opus. Opus. Are you serious? Great show. I, 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 gotta, think, right I gotta think. Oh, Good Jesus talk. I don't Christ. think there is. I don't think there is. Right. No. So it would be safe to say that there this are. is not in the zombie vein at all. That's safe to say. Okay. Good. Okay. Good. Now just just go play with your phone. Now, uh, it, I'm actually it's also notes. it's uh it's his most it, it, it's his film that this film has a lot of um, dialogue involved. What what's <laughs> going on in here? See <laughs> fucking flash! I think something's on fire. Jesus. This film has more dialogue in it than the usual Brian Pollan film, or at least any of his more recent efforts. Uh, there's actually like an like an actual script with like actual like 
full lines of dialogue, you know, and uh, the acting is actually quite good in this. Um, for for a gore film, it's really quite good. And uh, oh, Gore as, Verbinski. Yes. And uh, as usual, uh, the typical Brian Pollen tour de force. Didn't the that, ending. Uh, where, where was that from? Um, Seven Spires apparently posted some photos of it. Oh, I like I, uh, yeah, I, um, I actually just sent one of those to to uh, the sexy librarian in Wiley. Like, oh, you guys didn't tell me the new day was there. The what? The new the day. New day. <laughs> <laughs> the trombone. <laughs> and uh, it wasn't rusty either. <laughs> and uh, very very good movie. Very good uh, effects. And again, in a typical morbid vision films fashion. Uh, a splatterific ending again in the m- traditional morbid visions films uh, uh, tradition. Um, quite good. A couple of actually decent scares in this as well. Nice. Um, I appear in the film maybe four seconds total, if that. And uh, four seconds, maybe, maybe if Jesus. That. Yeah. I'm really. Sh- I, I That's why it's so good. I consider yeah. that excruciating, though. So, <laughs> can we- well, it was quite. It was quite a makeup job. Can I get the I TV was- version that has you for two seconds? <laughs> the uh, the uh, well, it was quite an excruciating. Uh, not excruciating, but it was quite a quite a makeup effort, you know. And mm-hmm. I was there all night. And- I'm only in it for four seconds, but that's hey, that's that's filmmaking. I don't care. I'm just happy to be in it. Can you see your face? Or are you? Oh yeah, a prosthetic. Oh yeah. Or, okay. Yeah. Oh Holy yeah. Shit, we have tons of fucking feedback tonight. There's Jesus a- Christ! <laughs> I love our. Does listeners. that count the male one too? Uh, well, I'm counting those as well. And, um, but yeah, I I I think this is without question his best film. He should be proud of this one. Uh, he should be proud of both. He should be proud of all of his films. Um, but but this one this one is his magnus his, opus his as magnus you stated, opus. Yeah. yes yeah. absolutely and uh, I can't wait to I can't wait to uh, tell him about now it. now that's the big well he made it so he knows all about it <laughs> no no I mean but he doesn't know what I think of it remember that time he made cryptoplasm now that's the condoms the, for the, the uh, cryptochasm the big ding dongs right the magnus <laughs> opus. <laughs> Ding dong, ding dong. Yeah. All right, so we have to actually end right there, guys, because we're going to cut. A possessed penguin. We need to cut to a break, and we're going to talk to Matt O. Uh, Matt O. and his. We're going to talk about his latest film, Bloody Knuckles, and just about filmmaking and horror in general. We have him about 30, 45 minutes. He's on set, so he's taking a break from working on a film to come talk to us assholes. That's a bad idea. It's a really bad idea. So we need to cut to a break. Before we do that, real quick on this yeah. stuff. Amazon, if you use Amazon, go to trickertreatradio.com, click the Amazon photo, <gasps> and from there, you can go ahead and use it. Anything you purchase, and that's in that, uh, and that's, what, Dynamo? Oh, Jesus, you're throwing me off. Reverend Scott just sent me some very important news. Okay. The Poet Laureate of uh, music, the baddest man alive, Phil Collins is coming out of retirement. Oh, Sosa Studio. Mm-hmm. Yep. I can't. I'm so yeah, excited. I saw, yeah, I saw that. You no, know it's better than that. What? Having Connor Sweeney accept uh, your friend request. I, I, was, I am happy for you, not for him. But. All right, so we gotta we gotta we gotta wrap wait. We gotta wrap it up. For so what? <laughs> everything <laughs> everything you buy in that session will be attributed to us. Also, our friends over at XSplit. XSplit. 
They do some awesome stuff with video streaming. And if you do a uh, live show like us, uh, check it out. Go check out XSplit. And also, our friends at Buzzsprout are the fucking best. If you're looking to host a podcast, go check out buzzsprout.com slash 50. And uh, you can save 50% off hosting for your first month. They are the best podcast hosts in the world. So go check them out if you're thinking about doing that. All right. I think we got that all out of the way. Raven Shadow, yes. you sit down and watch Tales of Halloween. Oh. What do you do? I'm going to go target all the candies out. <laughs> uh, get a big supply of the Hershey's variety. I'm going to rake some leaves. You know what I mean? Get them all raking little piles. I'm going to... S- a little yeah. early, no? Well, no. You know, this is a head start. I'm going to go just, you know, make some, make some, you know, Halloween angels. It's going to frolic. I'm going to come in and do three shots. Put the space heat on. I'm going to turn the heat on until November. I'm going to watch this movie. I'm going to strap on. I hate that I had to turn the heat on. Radio is the greatest podcast uh, <laughs> ever invented. This the spelling is very bad. I'm not sure who wrote this. Sorry. And uh, the 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 Dites, the Dites. Is that a uh, is that a company that procures houses? The Dites, the Jedites. Oh, it's the Jedites. The Jedites. Uh, are a fantastic uh, musical um, act. That is what I was supposed to say. And uh, hmm, there you go. There it is. Cheeseburger. <laughs> Remember to uh, rent the fly because that's uh, that, that's that's a good movie for uh, for making love to. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum, thank you so much for joining us, and hopefully we You're can welcome. get you get you on the show again sometime soon. What's up, y'all? It's me, the Yeti. Telling all the ladies that they couldn't be more fine and that we should knock those boots like Frankenstein. (laughs) When I want to get my nerd on, I go to Facebook and I go to the Trick or Treat Radio Facebook group. That's the place where I get to talk about all the hip new horror movies, all the cool comics. What comics? RPGs, video games, you name it, we're talking about shit on there. You could not be any cooler if you were the coolest kid in school. Be the first kid on your block to swing that cock over at the Trick or Treat Radio Facebook group. Just go to Facebook, search for Trick or Treat Radio, 
ask to join, and it's like Nerd Nevada, baby, without the shotgun blast. This is the Yeti, signing out. See you at the Trick or Treat Radio Facebook group. Follow us on Twitter, at the Deluxe, the Deluxe.com, and TrickOrTreatRadio.com. Have returned wow. on Trick or Treat Radio. That thing that you just did, Monster Zero, with my song, I really like that. Yeah. <laughs> you should Maybe be, he could be on the album yeah, after all. You should yeah. be in the Dead Eyes. Yeah, yeah, really. You should do that more often. Yeah. You know what? You should do it. You should do it in front of Tiny. <laughs> that would go. That, he all would right. like that. Let's let's get Matto on the horn here. Yeah. Stop it! I hit you right in the Rufus. Right in the Rufus. All right, we're going to get Matt O on the line, calling from on set. Nothing could go wrong, right? Hello? Hey, Matt, how's it going? Good, how you doing? Doing well. Thank you for joining us, first of all. We're here on Trick or Treat Radio with Matt O, the writer, director of Bloody Knuckles. So welcome to the show, Matt, and uh, apparently you're on set somewhere right now. I, I am. I am indeed. I'm a, I'm a props man by trade, so I, <laughs> nice. I'm, uh, I'm, 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 I'm pulling in my day ship right now. <laughs> <laughs> very cool, very cool. So, uh, first of all, thanks for joining us here, and I know it's kind of, uh, you know, you're taking a little break from, from work, so we won't take up a ton of your time, but the big thing is I wanted to get the word out there about Bloody Knuckles. You have this new film just dropped on video on demand from Artsploitation Films, who uh, have been killing it lately. We, we love a lot of the stuff they been releasing and um, yeah they're great yeah absolutely so tell us a little bit about bloody knuckles so uh we have some listeners out here maybe you haven't heard of it why don't you go ahead and just tell folks about the film uh well bloody knuckles is the story of an underground comic book artist named travis who uh kind of specializes like like most underground comic book artists in the uh in the obscene and the offensive. And, uh, he does a, uh, he does a comic about a, uh, local crime figure, uh, after a pretty gruesome incident. And, uh, the local crime figure sees his comic and doesn't take too kindly to it. And as punishment, he saws off his drawing hand. And, uh, so Travis, uh, who was once a, uh, outspoken proponent of free speech and uh, the right to you know be as offensive as you want to be uh becomes kind of a shell of his former self until uh his hand comes back to uh tell him that maybe he shouldn't give up so easily 
<laughs> and then all hell breaks loose. <laughs> That's sold. Uh, yeah, sold. Yeah. I love the yeah. elevator pitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this this seems like it's definitely right up our alley. We've had this has been the craziest month uh, in a long time for us. So we unfortunately didn't get a chance to um, to take a look at it. But I'm really really looking forward to uh, checking it out and just seeing the trailer and even hearing you talk about it. This is definitely right down our alley, especially we're, we're big fan, fans of comic books as well. So, you know, just just hearing about that is is certainly in our wheelhouse. So what was the what was the inspiration? Was there something because obviously for me, when I hear you talk about it, it reminds me of the Charlie Hebdo, you know, like that's the immediate thing that comes to mind for me. I don't know if there was any if this is something that's been, you know, marinating in your brain for a while or if that had anything to to do with it. But what was the genesis of the idea? Well, uh, I mean, this this movie was made uh, kind of pre-Charlie Hebdo. Uh, it was uh, at the time that I wrote it, and we were going into making it, um, there was the attack on the embassy in, ben- in Benghazi. And uh, there was a lot of blame kind of being placed on this video that was called The Innocence of Muslims. It was this, like, really shitty YouTube video. And people were saying that this was the inspiration for uh, for the this attack. And uh, then the, this debate kind of came up about, you know, how far is too far? You know, should we, you know, should there be more limits on free speech? And should we kind of censor ourselves if it's going to uh, inspire this kind of uh, violence? Uh, and then before that, there was the uh, the Danish cartoons controversy, uh, where there was like riots all over the world because of this contest about uh, drawing the Prophet Muhammad, and uh, so that that really kind of stuck in my craw. I've always been a big free speech advocate. I've, I you know I grew up in the era of uh, you know of you know the Tipper Gore era. I grew up with you know the, the seeing the fights that you know Larry Flint went through. Yeah. You know there was a lot of you know and you know the Jack Kennedys and their trial and all that kind of stuff. So that's that's really how uh, how I grew up was uh, with that was with that kind of attitude of free speech. Like it yeah. you know it doesn't matter how offensive uh, it is. It's uh, or whether or not you agree with it. More importantly, it's worth protecting because at the end of the day it protects everyone's speech. And I, uh, I wanted to kind of make a movie that was a reminder of that. Uh, cause it seemed like that, uh, I don't know, that argument wasn't being made. Uh, so yeah, I wanted to, uh, I want to put that, uh, unfortunately, uh, the real world, uh, came knocking on, uh, those door and, uh, and remind people of that, uh, which was very unfortunate. Yeah, absolutely. And and I kind of figured that this this would probably, you know, the genesis of this was goes several years, you know, back, but I'm sure it definitely, you know, that a very unfortunate um thing that happened was definitely maybe maybe made you more inspired to get the story out there or something like that, you know, but it is interesting to hear about that. And I I I personally love films who have you know, that sort of layer, if you want to dig a little deeper, there's something there for you. But on the surface, it's just, you know, just a fun flick. And it sounds like you definitely have achieved that. Which is, you know, you definitely found the right home because that seems to be exactly where exploitation kind of lives. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they've been phenomenal, man. Like I, uh, I think that it's a perfect, uh, perfect fit. I think Bloody Knuckles totally belongs with the art exploitation uh, and the stuff that they've been doing. Uh, I, yeah, I have, uh, I have nothing but great things to say about them. Uh, so yeah, it's, uh, I'm psyched that it's found a home and, uh, and, you know, speaking to what you were talking about, yeah, I wanted to, you know, I did want to make a movie that had a bit of a message, but at the same time, like I'm a splatter movie filmmaker, like that's what I do, you know? (laughs) So I I wanted to make a fun, you know, splatter movie, but, uh, but yeah, it has a, has a little bit of meat to it, you know, has a, has a little bit of substance in between the splatter, you know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I, I mean, I think that's when films can uh, can definitely have some legs when they have, there's a little bit more than just on the surface, you know, something a little bit deeper. So, and definitely yeah. seems like you, you were able to to achieve that. And I love the poster, by the way, with the just the disembodied <laughs> yeah. hand with the middle finger. <laughs> Yeah, we couldn't go with that one for the uh, the Blu-ray or the DVD, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, for our festival run, it was pretty good. Like putting that poster up, you know, like a, a big rotting middle finger, you know, like people know what they're getting into. You yeah, know, I yeah. believe in truth and advertising. Right. So. I, I actually, I was just having a conversation about this where uh, we're going to be talking about Tales of Halloween a little bit later on, and in their um, promotional material during the like festival stuff. Uh, yeah, you know, was was a little more edgy than the, the the very beautiful, but like you know, very uh, cinema ready, DVD ready imagery that they ended up with. I think it said "Tales are fucking treat" or something like that, or "Trick or fucking yeah. treat." Yeah, like um, or "Trick or treat fuckers." That's what it was. So like you know, I I like that there's like for a collector like me and like a fan of marketing, I, I do love when uh, you know companies and directors like you know. In marketing, sex for that matter, they go for it in the in the areas they can go for it. You know. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's it's a, it's a tough thing because, like, you know, you're you, you a film like Bloody Knuckles, like, yeah, like it's got a lot of stuff that's going to offend people and all that stuff. But like I said, I believe in truth in advertising, and I want people that are fans of movies like this, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to know what they're getting into and to and hopefully get like the the bang for their buck. But at the same time, yeah, you're also selling a product. You know? So when when the distributors and people come along that are you know that are kind of the ones that have to sell it, yeah, you know, you got to go down some avenues where you're like, okay, I guess we have to kind of scale it back a little bit to make it a little more uh, you know friendly to the marketplace or whatever. But that's the movie business, right? You know, that's how it goes. <laughs> it's a business. <laughs> so speaking of of the business, obviously you've you've kind of it seems like you've worn many hats so is this something you've been obviously you've been doing for several years now and it it looks like bloody knuckles was your first uh feature film that you've that you've directed right yes yeah so uh, i mean obviously i'm sure that's the goal is to continue to do more films but um so is is it kind of paying the bills for you you're able to do films and then hopefully work on some stuff on the side and and try to get your own stuff made as well yeah, I mean, we made we made Bloody Knuckles on pretty much a, a shoestring budget. Yeah. Uh, you know, like we yeah we had you know, you know friends and family and kind of pulled some 
some money together. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's, it's not paying the bills as of yet because, you know, like it's, it's only really kind of just come out, but, uh, but yeah, so, so far it seems to be doing okay. But again, yeah, it's not, it's not paying the bills. We all still got to go to work the next day, you know, like oh. it's kind of weird. You come down from this weird little cloud, you do the festivals and you do the whole thing and, you know, yeah. uh, and you're doing interviews and all this kind of stuff. And then like, you know, you, you're, you're going to work. So, uh, you know, uh, thankfully, we, we uh, understand, I'm in my friend. Yeah, yeah, I know you guys know it, man. Yeah, yeah, really? we, we all, yeah. we, I think we all kind of understand that in the horror community. You know, oh, yeah. like it, it, it's tough. It's tough to get these movies up and running. Uh, but then, oh, hopefully, like once you once you kind of do, once you you know set aside enough time and enough money or whatever, and kind of make the product. Uh, you know, then, you know, then people, you know, start come knocking and stuff. And, yeah. uh, you know, you're out there and people know you and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you hope that that leads to bigger and better things. Right. Yeah. You become um, a minor celebrity from this, you know, and then, then life hits you right between the eyes and you have to go yeah. do your regular thing all over again, <laughs> yeah. you know? I remember opening That's for right. the Misfits in front of 1,500 people and literally being conscious, uh, if I was going to get off stage in time to get back because the manager who was covering my shift had to leave at five. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like (laughs) (laughs) that's totally what it's like. Like as as I'm saying this, I'm doing an interview in a props truck. (laughs) 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 Well, I'm sure there's much worse jobs that you could be doing. So I guess, I guess that's certainly a good thing, but yeah, we know that you could have this one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We actually got, we we got a guy we want to get rid of on the show. So if you, you know, it doesn't pay very well, but you're more than welcome to come on the show anytime. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thanks. I'd love to. All right, Raven Shadow, get out of here. Hey! I got to get a black shoppy to change all those Raven Shadow shirts. (laughs) Yeah, we can get those shirts changed. I'm sure we could put a Matt O on there somewhere. Yeah, Yeah. that's that's a third one. Yeah. Just cross out the Raven Shadow and just write M A T O under M. Raven Matto. There you go. Raven (laughs) Matto. There you go. There you go. That's a shirt. I can wear that anywhere. <laughs> so uh, I did want to ask another question about Bloody Knuckles, Matt. Is uh, now mm-hmm. you using the the main protagonist, I guess, as a comic book artist? Are, are you yourself a fan of comic books, or was that just sort of uh, you know a story nugget that you kind of stumbled upon? Yeah, it was kind of a story nuggy thing. I was never a huge comic book guy. I mean, I, I dug the underground comics because they were a little more, you know, they they were always loaded with more sex and violence than, than most comic books. But yeah. uh, I, I was always a fan of the underground stuff, and I was also like mainly a fanzine guy. Like I was really, a, I was really into fanzines. Yep. Uh, but the, but with the story that I wanted to tell, because it was kind of inspired by by comics. Uh, you know, like it just, it just seemed like a fit, you know, like, and, uh, the big case that w- that, that came to mind when I was writing it was, uh, was the Mike Diana case, uh, which if, uh, for anyone that doesn't know there in the nineties, there was this guy down in Florida. Yes who was, yeah, underground comic book artist. And again, he was like, you know, he was a working Joe and uh, just did this little, uh, this little underground comic on the side. And, uh, and, you know, the authorities got a hold of it down in Florida. And, 
he went on trial uh, for obscenity. And uh, I mean, the real obscenity was that he was convicted and, uh, you know, facing pretty like uh, pretty harsh punishment. Like, I think he wasn't even allowed to draw for like a couple of years or something. No fucking pencils, asshole. Like, yeah, I wouldn't let him do oh, it. Shit. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it was. It's a. It's a really. It's a really. Uh, it's a really fucked up case, and unfortunately, it's a real kind of like stain on uh, on the First Amendment and free speech in America. You know, like again, I grew up in the era where there was a lot of there was a lot of victories. You know, like even in Florida, there was like the two live crew case, and like that was a big thing at the time. And then they, you know, they triumphed and uh, and they they beat the rap. And there was a lot of other people that beat the, rap, the rap. beat the rap. Yeah. Yeah, literally. <laughs> now, was that a thing where the, the comic book legal defense fund was kind of created around that time, too? To kind I of think it was I think it was born out of that case, if oh. I'm if I'm not mistaken. Like, yeah, uh, uh, yeah like, because that was really uh, that was really a big case. And and Mike Diana really not. He never got like a, a, a real fair shake. Like no, the, the U.S. Supreme Court, like refused to hear his case. Which would, to me was really like, what the fuck? Like, right. if anything is made for the Supreme Court and like a First Amendment, you know, debate, it's it's that case, you know. Exactly. And uh, unfortunately, it just didn't happen. And so, uh, you know, again, he became kind of like an underground, like cult celebrity. Right. Uh, but uh, but yeah, like you know, as far as uh, as far as the the law is concerned, like his uh, his comic is still obscene, which is just fucking crazy. That is pretty crazy, especially, I guess, one of our buddies, and we just had him on the show a few weeks back, is our buddy Derek Rook. He, he, he loves doing sleazy comic stuff, and you know he's, he's a, a, a gorehound. He, he, he just put out a, a book called The Dead Omnibus and is going to be doing, uh, working on the revival of Gore Shriek. So he's, nice. Uh, yeah, so he's, he's, you know, it certainly hits home for us as a, a buddy of ours, and right. I know that some of his stuff has gotten some flack for, for being a little too Well, uh, even too the original outrageous. Dead, like, was a book that, yeah. you know, like, uh, got banned in a lot of places, so it got hard to to carry. I will say that I probably funded that comic book legal defense fund uh, just buying t-shirts of Frank Miller drawing naked ladies that I can't wear anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, have a lot of, I have a lot of those shirts. I'm like, I'm so happy I can't wear this anyway. <laughs> So, uh, one of the other things is apparently you're a huge fan of horror. I mean, granted, most people that that work in horror are, but um, what was? Uh, I'm curious, what was? What got you into horror? It, was there a specific film? Was there uh, like a director or something like that? Um, to be honest, I mean, I I don't know. I was always just attracted to it. I always would like from a little kid. I remember I convinced my grandma once, like to. Uh, to let me watch Friday the 13th part two when it was on cable when I was a little kid. I think I was like six. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And I, I just loved it, man. Like, you know, I grew up, uh, you know, on the nightmare on Elm street films and all that. stuff. I just, I could never get enough of it. And then once I started getting a little bit older, once I was like around, I don't know, I guess once I was around like 12, that's when like the video junkie in me came out. And I was like a member of every video store within a five mile radius of my house. <laughs> nice. And I was just, you know, and I had the two VCRs going and I was just making dubs and yeah, shit constantly, you, you know, you and uh, taping everything off of cable. And, uh, you know, I, it was just, it, yeah, it was just my genre, man. I just, I just loved everything about it, man. And I was, and I, and I just couldn't get enough. And yeah, it's just, it's 
stayed with me all all these years, and I still love it as much uh, now as I did then. So, uh, yeah, I just I don't know I I don't know what drew me to it. I guess I'm just a little fucked up or something. <laughs> but I guess we all are. But you know what? There's 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 a lot worse things you can be doing with your time. Yeah, it's true. Listen to the first five minutes of this show this day if you want to feel better about yourself being fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> the um, and it was such a different time back then, and I wonder if something something's just going to be missing, like in this in this day and age with all the digital media. I mean, granted, I love it. I love having you know being able to carry around a hard drive or stream stuff or whatever, you know. But there's definitely something missing, and this is a topic we've talked about a lot on the show. Is you know, like back in the day when we'd be able to go into the video store and just walk around, it was like being at like a theme park, being at like Disney World and, right. you know, having yeah. all these, the box art around you. And it's like, what am I going to pick today? Like, which, which cover is going to be the most offensive? What's going to be the most like lurid cover that I'm going to like gravitate towards and, and rent? And it's totally different. So what, what's your take on that? Do you think something is missing in this day and age with, you know, without the physical media to look at and, and to stare at? I mean, is looking through your Netflix queue as fun as going to the video stores? I mean, I don't, I, I don't really know. I mean, I, I don't find it as fun, but you know, like I'm not, I'm not a kid kind of growing up in this era. I mean, you know, there, there, there certainly is a bit of a generational divide. Uh, and I think, you know, I think, you know, kids, you know, kids now, they really, you know, they, they dig the convenience factor, right? Like everything's like right there, boom, boom, boom. It's super easy, all that. I mean, for me, I, you know, like I said, I, I love the treasure hunt. And like you said, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. going through the video stores and looking and looking at that box art and being like, dude, this has got to be the fucking greatest movie ever, you know? Yeah. And a lot of times you're let down and you watched like one of the worst fucking movies ever. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, that was, I mean, that was a big thrill for me and uh and yeah i mean it's something that like that i like to you know you know try to do we were talking about the poster before like that's what i wanted to do is have you know like a cool poster i wanted mm -hmm. to make a movie and have artwork that me as a kid and all the kids that were like me you know grew up seeing in the video store and being like i have to get this movie right. like, yeah this the, is gonna this is gonna be fun yeah the cover the 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 cover arts the uh the sleeves for the video for the video cassettes i mean they had the lord uh, uh covers the the blood and uh, you know these commissioned artists that would put up whatever was going to sell i mean yeah. nowadays nowadays it's all you know copy and paste and and a yeah. bunch of jumbo faces yeah. and photoshop well and it's 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 better it it's i liked it better back then man it was like that but it's much better than that now there there are some like cool like repertory houses and like vinegar syndrome and then the scream factory that's putting stuff out with uh yeah you know and all that stuff usually runs with the uh with the you know the cover that you know did the festival runs, which is you know at the at the stage that most of those films are at, where oh true, oh, so supervised, but true, you know, true. And, but I mean, you also got but I mean, movies that are being re released now, say like the Friday the Thirteenth and the Nightmare on Elm Streets or whatever, I mean, they're with all new airbrushed artwork. You know, all what CG. are you talking about? I'm talking about like when Paramount. I just released got tw I just got one year ago today. I got every single. Uh, Halloween film, well, and good. they all had the original box art. Well, good for you. But I'm talking about the... I'm talking about stuff I'm making <laughs> up. 
I'm talking about like Friday the Thirteenth when okay. they re-released Friday. I have the 15th all those on the DVD, on DVD. Yeah, that was t- uh, 15 years ago, sir. This is a weird hockey <laughs> match. <It's> not- <laughs> but, I'm ta- but I'm talking about how they put brand okay. new cover art on We're top on on this shit now, and it's it's terrible. It's terrible. Why why they just that was can't still put the 15 original- years ago. That's not now. I, I can I, one thing I thought it's was fun was now. like no, when, it's not. When you're a kid, 12 Did years you old. Did you buy any of those? I have all those. That's all original artwork on those. Something about when you're a kid, 12 years old, your mom gives you a couple of ducats to go rent movies. You don't really have an idea what a B or Z movie is. No, it's all just movies, right? right it's movies. Like, yeah. this, this Gnaw Food of the Gods 2 yep. is on the same level as Star Wars. Right. Because it's a movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Rawhead Rex or Dead Alive. Like, it, it should be a real fucking thing. And sometimes you get shite, but sometimes you get the craziness, right? Yeah. That was kind of yeah. thrill of the hunt. I'll tell you what is really interesting, and, and I, I think art exploitation. And in a, in a, I, I have the feeling from listening, uh, I have the feeling that your film, you know, maybe has a bit of a sense of humor, uh, you know, and has that sort of splatter sensibility. Uh, I think the cool thing right now is that there is a almost like a lashback at how they are marketing films on the video on demand thing, because like, you know, you can't say like, here's a movie like Spring, uh, because you like Spring, you'll like. I don't know. While you were sleeping, a werewolf rapist in a woman's prison. Like, like, what's the what's the algorithm there? Like, right, right. You know what yeah. I mean? Or, um, uh, Der Samurai, which also came out by our house. Oh, you know what I mean? Joint. Like, like it's. I, I think it's really, really interesting that like things are like un, um, like they're, they're not as hard to nail down. Was there a specific horror su- subgenre that you were aiming for when you made this film? Uh, yeah, I mean, mainly, uh, mainly horror comedy. I mean, that's, that's, that's what I always kind of go for. Like all my stuff is, uh, is usually, usually pretty graphic and gory, but always has a sense of humor to it. Like, uh, I'm a big fan of, you know, like, you know, no, no nonsense, like balls to the wall horror. That's like, you know, super fucked up, but I love funny shit too. You know, like some of my favorite movies, movies like reanimator and, uh, you know, dead alive and stuff like that. Like anything that's got, you know, a sense of humor to it is, uh, is, is always my, always my kind of go-to stuff. And that's the kind of stuff that I do, you know, like, yeah, I like, you know, my movies are real, like, you know, pizza and beer type movies, you know, <laughs> yeah, like I said, they're, they're the movies that you watch when you were a kid, when you'd have like sleepovers and stuff, your buddies right. would sleep over and you'd stay up all night, like, you know, watching movies. Like this is one of those movies. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, coming from, we're in a band called the deadites. So I, I think we can totally understand that, you know, we're big fans yeah. of, of the genre as well. So, and that's why, you know, obviously, it, it's slightly evocative. Whenever you see a, a disembodied hand, I mean, you can't help but think about, uh, you know, Evil Dead. So, <laughs> oh, absolutely, yeah. So, of course, when that's we, that's what I said to like our like our effects guys. I was, uh, I was like, yeah, like when in doubt, Evil Dead too. Like that's what we're going for, guys. Exactly. It's a great yeah. fucking T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, so do you have any plans? I mean, obviously, I'm sure you're working on, on the next thing. And, you know, I'm sure that it's it, there's a lot of things that need to happen in order for that to, 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 to work out. But do you have something else that you're hoping to get made next? 
Yeah, I've got a I've got a couple projects uh, that are that are kind of waiting in the wings that uh, that you know I'm, I'm you know writing and rewriting and stuff like that, uh, and uh, you know pitching to people and just you know trying to get off the ground. Yeah. One of which is kind of uh, it's kind of a spinoff uh, of Bloody Knuckles. There's a there's a character uh, who you know when you see the film uh, named Homo Dynamis. Who, uh, <laughs> fucking, yeah, we saw that in the IMDb. We were intrigued. Yes. Yeah. That that dude. Uh, that dude. I think most people are into in for a treat when they see that guy. He's fucking nuts. Uh, you'd be in a so treat for you to on, see this guy. Yeah. Oh God. He's he's something else, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm I'm working on I'm working on giving him like his own movie because that that's one thing that's come out of uh, you know like all the festivals and stuff like that that everyone is like you yeah. got to give Homo Dynamics. His own movie. So, so I'm listening to the people, you know. <laughs> so that wasn't even a want. thought ahead of time. That was literally like a response to the reaction. What's that? That that wasn't even something you had in the back of your mind before. That was literally a response to the reaction. It's, yeah, absolutely. Wow, yeah, for, I never, you, I never really thought about. I never really think in terms of like sequels that much, or like you know franchises or anything like that. Sure. But. Uh, I, yeah, I never really thought about it. And like <laughs> after like the first screening at Fantasia, people were like, "That whole tell me you're going to make like a Homo Dynamics movie," and I was like, "Oh, I don't know, maybe." Uh, like, and then like screening after screening, it was like the same thing. Everyone was like, "You got to make a Homo Dynamics movie. You got to make a Homo Dynamics." I'm like, "All right, I'm going to fucking make it." All right, but I think I have a pretty good idea, and uh, I'm working on it. But uh, the only thing I can tell uh, anyone is. Uh, uh, is, is that he's gonna ride around like on a on a bear? Like, <laughs> yeah, and, not, and, and, and like I said, I tell people it's not like you know, in, not in keeping with his character. It's not gonna be like a big furry guy in assless chaps. It's gonna be an actual fucking bear that mauls people. So, sir, take my money right now. <laughs> <laughs> Homo dynamics. Yeah, Homo D. <laughs> it's it's certainly not lost on us or our listeners, but we have uh, one of the personalities on the show. His name is his name is Dynamo Mars, so we can't help but, but just laugh at. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, if you need a homo, no problem, ho- homo Dynamo on on the on the if film. If you need a hobo Dynamo, I'm already there. <laughs> Hey man, you gotta you gotta come out for this movie if I, I make know. it, man. Oh, you, came <laughs> you gotta have came a cameo. Episodes ago, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe right. No, that sounds amazing, but that's I mean that's really cool, especially like Dynamo did just say it, but you know responding to the feedback already, like if if people want it, why not fucking give make it to it, them? Right? Yeah. Make it happen. Yeah, really. Absolutely, you know, like <laughs> that's um. It, yeah, it sounds really fucking cool. I can't wait. I can't wait to check this film out. And maybe what we'll have to do is, I know uh, we probably got to wrap up soon because I know you got to get back to work. But maybe what we can yeah. do is down the road, uh, we can catch up again after we've seen the flick, and we'll, we'll definitely hang out with you again because uh, this has been a fucking blast. So yeah, far. man, for sure. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah, this has been really great, man. I'm I'm really glad that I came on, man. and it was been really fun talking to you guys. And I hope we can do it again soon. And I'm yeah. sorry that me and Monster Zero had a husband and wife wife fight in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't no know problem. I'm that, used to it, man, it in got, my household. <laughs> it got ugly. It got ugly. <laughs> so, uh, Matt, before we wrap up, if you could let folks know uh, where they can find Bloody Knuckles and also if you want them to uh, track you down on social media, uh, how can they do that? 
Uh, yeah, uh, Bloody Knuckles movie on Facebook, uh, and uh, you can find the movie. It's on uh, it's on iTunes. It's on Amazon. But also, if you go to uh, the Art Exploitation website, it has all of the retailers and all the VOD platforms and all that stuff. Uh, you know, there you know, there's a bunch of you know Hulu and Amazon Video and iTunes and all that stuff. So if you just head on over to Art Exploitation, uh, you can find uh, you can find the Bloody Knuckles link and uh it'll give you all the info there and it's got trailers and all that jazz on it nice that's yeah definitely it's a it's a great it's a great little site it's got all the links right there and uh speaking yeah. of live feedback we have a couple people just in the in our, in our chat room that are commenting so i figured i'd uh just tell you what they're saying real quick but uh cool uh, we have our friend melissa says a friend suggested bloody knuckles to me said it was awesome so it's on melissa's radar well, keep, you keep Thank that you. friend melissa <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Jethro Namakon says this sounds really fun in, in reference to the film and, and then he also said this is a really good interview guys so it sounds like uh, people are really enjoying uh, hearing you talk about the flick and and uh, it seems like hopefully we'll get a few more buys out of this right yeah. oh that's great man yeah I hope uh, I hope people um, dig the movie like uh, like I said you know like it's a it's a fan movie made by a fan so uh, I, yeah. I really I really like it when when people when people dig it man and I hope they do yeah absolutely all right Matt we'll let you get back to work but we'll definitely gonna keep in touch and Peace, we'll, brother. yeah we'll definitely catch up with you down the road all right Absolutely. Thanks a lot, guys. It was right. a blast. No Thanks, problem, Matt. Take Later, care, man. buddy. All right. Take it easy. Bye. Bye. Michael Ravenshadow, I am confused and disgusted by your your behavior during that interview. Why? Me and Montezier were so good and so respectful, and you were just like on a fucking tangent in the corner there. No, like, I didn't. It's just, it's just I not good. content. Montezier, tell him. Dude, you suck. That's <laughs> <laughs> it. What, really, Johnny? Yeah. I didn't say anything. This is yeah. what's going on? Right. Like, we're sitting here quiet and attentively paying attention. No, you guys no, like slapping yeah, you each guys, other. You guys yeah. are like fucking talking. We hear you coming through the mic and he's talking. Yeah. He's talking and you guys are fucking having a fucking pissy fight. Well, it was about Friday the 13th. It's something right. I take personal. Yeah. Well... That dude's fucking awesome. He's fucking yeah. really awesome. Yeah. I love that fucking Yeah, we got to get yeah, this guy it. back on. Can I yeah. friend him on Facebook? No. <laughs> no. No. You got Connor Sweeney, just be happy, okay? Yeah. I want that guy, too. I want to get the whole set. <laughs> Collect them all. <laughs> Wait, you want, 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 want a picture of Matt O's balls, too? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's his name, Matt? Matt O sounds Matt like o. he's hung like a giant, though, so maybe we'll like yeah, him. He's got some bass. He does. Bass in your face? Not That's what's track. funny, though. Connor Sweeney? No bass. You don't, need, you don't need that. Yeah, but he's got a he's got that ding ding dingling ding dong. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Call I, him the, they call I, it a javelin. <laughs> <laughs> I seriously like that that interview. Like had the fucking perfect mix of like fun, like ridiculous, and then also like he's dropping the science about like fucking real real shit going on yeah, in the world. Good right. inform. Good, good inform. Yeah, it's like making shit. Had that making good, a movie then changing a cat. Had box. that good sucks. Had that good split screen thing there where he was talking about something and then somebody was talking about Friday the Thirteenth. You don't get that on any other podcast. Seriously, nope. Give, nope. someone needs to give that guy a, a million bucks and make a flick or his own radio show. Anyway, oh, yeah. I'll, yeah. Chip in, I'll chip in five bucks. You know, it's good when he gets a million bucks and makes a million a million buck movie. Mm-hmm. It's going to bring uh, much more attention. It's going to have you in it. It's, it's true. Yeah. It's going to have much more attention to, on the show when Homo he replaces uh, Michael Ravenshadow. That's true. Why? Homo huh? D. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I almost fucking lost it. I am. 
we, we saw that. We actually found that in the IMDb ahead of time, and we're losing it over here. But, uh, that's where yeah. you guys were. Okay. Yeah. No, that's well. That's not what we were fighting about. No, no, no we, we weren't we, fighting about it. We were no. laughing about we it. We were fighting about Friday Thirteenth album uh, artwork and the weird time warp that Monster Zero lives in. It's not a weird time warp. It's like this. This is happening right now on these two thousand six releases. Because I hey. Where, has the cover art ever been released since then? I do not think so. Although yeah, uh, Nathan Cody, uh, Nathan Cody Vance Duke um, did say, I think I know what MZ is talking about. Movies like Near Dark and Night of the Creeps and so on have super lame covers that are made to make them look newer. That Night yeah. of the Creeps one isn't that bad. Didn't, didn't, yeah. didn't, uh, I mean, look look at uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, the, the special edition. They made it up to look like Saw, for Christ's sake. Oh, Reservoir Dog says, wow, lay off Raven Shadow. That was Reservoir Dog. also 2006. No, I think we should lay That's you off. Like, huh? No! <laughs> that what he mean. That's what I'm he means, right? fucking union. You're just getting mad about this now? Pick up Reservoir Dog. Oh, I'm just bringing it up now. Good like, to see you. Wolfie. I've been mad about it yes. for some time now. I am livid. Why? 1936. L-I-V-I-D. 1936, the marquee <laughs> art for Gone with the Wind uh, was atrocious. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Gone with the Wind came out in 1939, douchebag. <laughs> uh, sorry, it did its festival run in 1936. Uh, Fuck you, Rosebud. Yeah. No, nah, that's not that movie. <laughs> You're thinking of something else, man. Yeah. But yeah, in the Citizen the Citizen Kane poster. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, shit. Yeah, that was the movie. Yeah, that's the worst. Citizen Kane. This guy's all Never fired up it. about stuff that happened in 2000 right now. Like furious. Well, who cares? Had, I'm not fired up. I'm just talking about who it. Who cares? We had an awesome fucking interview. Stop, yeah. stop bitching. Yeah, really. <laughs> I can't bitch. Uh, someone named Lost in Atlantis is hanging out. I wonder who that Ooh. is. And uh, she said, I mean, that person. that person says, what a lovely cat fight that was. Oh, and uh, Nathan Coy Vance Duke says, big ups for Raven Shadow for the food of the gods to love. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> food of the gods. Small, Thank you. Small downs yourself. Oh, yeah, nah. I hate everyone on that side of the table. I, I, feel, like, I feel like we're in like fast motion tonight. What? Like I feel like I'm talking faster like, than most times. Do you guys? Like yeah, micro- that's down, because man. we want to be done because we've done 20 hours of podcast <laughs> so far this week. Yeah. Yeah, like, I am ready to be done. Yeah, you guys are probably fucking I'm, tired, man. I am fucking beat i am, I am beyond beat. like normally Christ. normally now like i'm yeah i'm, I'm trying <laughs> we have to have like 42 voicemails yeah, i'm trying to get like <laughs> i love it don't get me wrong I, i'm normally now trying to get my like feet under me because i know i have a fucking show to do in a few days but now i'm like just exhausted from it uh we have someone in the chat room named hitler oh, good uh, can we go back to talk about the atlantis one yeah. Uh, Reservoir Dog says there's a name there's a movie name for you Citizen Kang. <laughs> uh, yes. The Time Citizen Traveling. Kang. That was actually a uh, Kurt Busiek of era Avengers run. No, 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 no. it was not Kurt Busiek. It was before, it was so bad. Talking no, it was Mike. Kurt Busiek, right? No, 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 no. It was the it, Wow. Talking to the Um Mike. who wrote the Is uh, that fucking my monsters there was showing me these are. Was that Roger movies. Stern? Who was it? Right I think it was, it was. It was during the late nineties annuals. No, no, it no. Was, was it? It wasn't. It wasn't during the. I think I'm thinking of the story right before the masses of evil took over the. Uh, it, stop doing that, Monsters Zero. Um, it was after Monsters. Uh, Monsters Zero. Monsters of Evil. Monsters. It was Omen. when when Marvel was doing the all the annuals would have. Uh, right, right. Okay, I got gotcha. you. And, and Citizen Kang was really shitty. Jesus. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah. I remember the era. I don't remember the story. I thought the story 
the like convoluted story with like Amortis and Ramatut and all of them running around at the same was, time. Was Busek was Avengers Forever? Okay, right. That's why I'm getting confused. You are 100 percent right, and that was Rod. The one I'm thinking of, I'm I'm 90 percent sure was Roger Stone. I believe you're 110 percent correct. Yeah, but it was yeah, it was during the annuals. It was bad times. The uh, and annals. Nope, it's what I said. Okay. Well, we should cut to a break because uh, we can come back and talk about the fucking movie, Tales of Halloween. What do you guys think? Yeah. Raven Chow, do you want another break? Uh, yeah, I want a break and I want MZ to show me that picture again. This better be, let's, let's talk about this quick. I can't wait to get these fucking voicemails. I know. So yeah. we're going to cut to a break. We will be back in just a few moments and uh, we're going to talk about a movie, Tales of Halloween. The following message is a paid advertisement for The Cult of Muscle podcast. The Cult of Muscle. You're either in it or you're dead. It's the dawning of a new age. The halls of Valhalla have been shuttered. The heroes of yore have either retreated to the shadows or taken to capering for the amusement of the small folk. Their past glories of distant memory. The barbells have been torn from their once puma-strong grips. The beards shone from their square jaws, only to be transplanted onto flannel-clad, puny weaklings with fingers barely powerful enough to strum a ukulele. The time has come, my brothers, to restore order from the chaos. No longer will our heroes be forgotten. No longer will their great deeds be viewed through a foggy lens of irony. Hear now our rallying cry as we scream it from the mountaintops, as we bellow it from iTunes and Libsyn and Facebook. It's time to join the cult, my brothers. So don your cloaks and enter the cult of muscle. Hello, darlings. It's your favorite whiskey-drinking, litigious, singing, dancing fantasy girl. Want to reach out to me and the world's greatest monster-hunting multimedia organization, The Deadites? Log on to Facebook forward slash The Deadites. It's got all the info you need to follow the world's greatest monster-hunting band, like live appearances, info on your favorite Deadite, music, and all the links you need to our new weekly multimedia and all our side endeavors. Too many letters on Facebook? That's okay, sugar. Just follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Deadites. Hope to see you soon, and we'll leave the lights off. And we're, I figured we'd play our, our Halloween episode music for leading yeah. into Tales of Halloween. Mm. Oh. Silver Bullet Moon, that one's called. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, we are now going to talk about our movie review. So, we reviewed Tales of Halloween. This is an anthology flick 
from 2015, 92 minutes long. Actually, no, it was a little bit more than that. It was 40. IMDb is wrong. It's an hour. It's uh, 97 minutes, if I'm not mistaken. This film is rated R, and uh, I'll go through the directors as we talk about them. I'm not going to name them all now. Um, But same thing with, I don't know. I'll I'll pick some of the actors. We got um, Serena Vincent, Sam Witwer, Adrian Barbeau. Pollyanna McIntosh from uh, she was in uh, Let Us Pray, right? I think it was her. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Uh, Greg Grunberg, Barbara Crampton, Adrian Curry, and we'll talk about you know we'll talk about the cameos later as as they come up. That's that's good enough for now. A lot of people in this flick, yeah, because we got ten shorts and uh, a sort of loose wraparound, right? Kind of. Mm-hmm. All right. The synopsis is. Ten stories are woven together by their shared theme of Halloween night in an American suburb where ghouls, imps, aliens, and axe murderers appear for one night only to terrorize unsuspecting residents. All right. So we're going to talk about Tales of Halloween. You guys have any initial thoughts? You want to dive right into the actual I'm just going to fucking lay it out there. Uh, I you lay your balls on the, yes, on the table. I loved this. Yeah. Yep. I okay. really, really liked it a lot. There was only one I disliked, which was unfortunate because it was by a director that I generally like. Um, and uh, there's a lot of directors I like. I really enjoy their stuff consistently in here. A lot of directors that I feel like you don't see enough of in here. So it was like a really, uh, you know, pleasant. But more than anything. Uh, I think that while this is not, you know, while this is not trick or treat, it doesn't have that cool little lightning in a in a barrel, um, <laughs> you know, like classic it factor about it. I'd feel like this is a great companion to it. This might be something that I watch every Halloween now because uh, I, I think it captured the spirit of the season. And I, I think that as anthologies go, like, you know. Like, hey, I love the fucking Crypt Keeper as much as the next guy, but you can't have a better wraparound lady than Adrian Barbeau, right? Oh, yeah. She, sure. She's got so. a great voice for radio, oh, yeah. too. I mean, you... She, she's got a she's, great face for TV. Yeah, yeah, and a great body for TV. Okay. She's keeping does. it classy. She does. I am keeping it classy. My um, old man was a big fan of uh, Adrian Barbeau. I don't blame him. Yeah, she's hot, man. And she's got... A, like, yeah, like we said, she's got a great voice. And, of course, you know, reliving the old Stevie Wayne days. Right. From one of the fog and yeah, uh, one of one of the you know. Well, I like the rapper wasn't like over the top. I agree, it, and it, it yeah, wasn't it like was, intrusive in like it was pretty subtle. All even the even the one rapper that I like over the course of the VHS uh, trilogy so far, I guess we'll call it. They're all very intrusive, right? Yeah, like the 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 whole thing kind of comes to a grinding halt. Um, this I felt like was like brilliant. I can't believe nobody thought of this ahead of time. It was almost non-existent. Like right. it just it bled into the other. There was a slight narration, but it, it just it just flowed. Right. Yes. Yeah. So we, just real quick, I don't mean to interrupt the review, but we just. Uh, uh, Matt O just uh, replied back to the email and says, "Really great interview, one of the best I've done." Looking, oh, great! Looking forward to talking again soon. Nice. Put me on Facebook. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> awesome! Th- thanks for thanks for that instant feedback, Matt. We had a blast. Yeah. All right. So back to Tales of Halloween. Yeah, I, I, I guess I'm going to talk more about some of the things later. Some of the, maybe some of the issues I had with it, but it was definitely a fun flick, right? Yeah. Like it. I'm surprised you like it at all. It there's ten 
Well, I haven't, I haven't really said too much yet, but there's, you know, 10 segments. But as I watched this, I felt like you were going to hate it because it was fun. What? Wolfie doesn't always like fun. No, Wolfie doesn't like things making fun of him. No, 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 no. We like things making fun of him. Yeah, we, we love that. <laughs> These sons of bitches. <laughs> oh, look at that. I got a new friend on Facebook. His Ooh. name's Maddo. Oh, hmm. shit. How do you spell O? I'm going to go get a Facebook friend right now. Hold on. Oh, shit. He's joining Trick or Treat Radio right now. Oh, hey. Oh. We have a new member. But you know what? Um, it, it, the, the film was... was in a fun, jovial sort of way, right? The setup, the wraparound, the stories—you know—I mean, it was, it was, the, it was, it was, it was, it was a fun, it was, it was a fun uh, adventure to 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 make the film. You could tell, yeah. I, but I agree. But I really felt that it. It, the, the it, man, I, I you can't I talk. Can't, no, 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 I can't. I can't. I, I, I'm just trying to find the right words. I just Monster Zero in the like, new Asian fright flick, Stutter. <laughs> I, I, I really didn't. This is. I mean, I can understand. Uh, like, if you want to introduce somebody to a horror film, this could be a good. A good start if you want to introduce some kids to a horror film. Yeah, if you guess this wouldn't be so bad. Yeah, this wouldn't be so bad. But yeah, this, I, I, it's I, not for me. I would say like uh, early teens, probably right. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Or, 12, even 13, then, 14, or even before that. I, I think yeah. well, maybe considering this guy who fucking gave Hostel two to a seven year old. Yeah, yeah. And, and I knew you weren't going to like it either. Well, aren't you clairvoyant? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I, you clairvoyant. There's a small degree of subtext there, and I know that you just oh, generally don't like that stuff. Something, something, something. You I, like I things spelled out for you. No, wait, no, wait, no, wait. Like so things. he doesn't like subtext. I don't you like, like fun. subtext. Yeah, it's true. So what, so what far, are you right. talking about? And, 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 and this what dude, say? I don't and like this dude sex? at the end is a ding dong. So why do you think? <laughs> I, I, huh? Why do you think so, I hate it? I thought we were getting along. Yeah, I think it. I think that. Well, I don't think it had like a. I don't think it's a really smart movie like you usually watch. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. Monocle, monocle, monocle. I think all my complaints about this were erased uh, when I was informed of and did a little bit of research on the film's origins. And this was really a bunch of people getting, like a bunch of buddies getting together to make a movie. And like everybody got in on the fun. And I feel like one thing that is definitely palatable in this is like, uh, how fun this was to make I guess most of them uh, According to my very brilliant uh, Water breathing sources uh, Most of these were made over two days um, They were uh, they were made For zero money uh, A big a big portion of the people worked for free And they were really just made for everybody To like be able to work together for a change uh, You know like Neil Marshall for instance I've never seen him work on that sort of shoestring budget, right? Like even from Dog Soldiers, which was it was a cheaper made movie. Like that movie packed a lot of production value into its like kind of one set, uh, two act structure, right? Oh, these guys are fucking chatting now. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, we're hey, friends. Hey, well, we're trading insurance information. Leave us alone. HMO. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Can I say I want to, I want to throw it out there? I want to whip this out right now. Okay, great. Pacman. Mm-hmm. What? Pacman was in this. Pacman made a cameo. It's true. Manogi from Heroes. That's he was a policeman. And this Thank as you. well. And he, wasn't he a policeman in Heroes too? He was a policeman in Heroes. Yep. He was in Big Ass Spider. Yep. And in my favorite installment uh, with the Demon Kid uh, was my man who played uh, TV's Doomsday 
in Smallville. Those are some pretty fancy shenanigans you pulled back there, man. Thanks, Connor. <laughs> I'm going to text you later on tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I loved... I, I did, like, enjoy... A lot of the cameos and stuff in this, and the people that showed yeah. up, but like um, a lot of cameos. I I don't know. I I, I really enjoyed this. I, I really really did. And I was, enjoyed the second story, the one with the with the demon and the and the old man, the de- little devil and the old man, and oh, yeah, going around raising yeah. hell all over yeah, town. I, I liked. I I really enjoyed that one. That was probably my favorite one. I, I'll put it out there. I just did not enjoy the Lucky McKee one. Which that was, was that? the uh, that was the one where the the Hansel and Gretel one. It's terrible. Uh, it was terrible. Um, it was terrible. Yeah. You know what? I want to go through each one okay. yeah, real yeah, quick. Johnny. So let's let's go ahead and do that. I want some initial <laughs> I- impressions. Can I say, uh, I'm not sure who this is. I don't want to break the fucking... It's Jakey Poo. Oh, shit. Jakey Poo, X-Pac-Man. X-Pac-Man. <laughs> X-Pac-Man. X-Pac-Man. <laughs> do, the, do the sound. Oh. Yeah. Weren't you on Heroes? X-Pac-Man. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about... About well, first of all, I, I really enjoyed the opening credit sequence. Uh, I just loved the the. Mm-hmm. It created a nice vibe, a good good atmosphere. Yeah, you know, building up to uh, this nice anthology. I just thought it was cool. And uh, what about Layla Schifrin doing the main theme? Huh? What's that mean? <laughs> Are you guys fucking kidding me? Uh, no, but was. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> he is a composer. That's the music, right? No. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not sure. I'm what, what's the right answer? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my fuck. I, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> no. You don't know who he is? <laughs> this if, man. If, well, if I didn't. Hold on. Hold on. I'm, I'm, on, his, know, I'm on his Wikipedia right now. Okay? Every, every podcast is somebody's first <laughs> podcast. <laughs> He Tell has, Melissa. He has four Grammy Awards and six Oscar nominations. And three nanas. <laughs> Two oh, papas. <laughs> he fucking scored Mission Impossible. This TV show? Yeah. You idiot. That was a good show. He's a fucking legend. Yeah. You guys I know fucking that. No, you don't. No, you don't. You fucking don't. But Atlantis doesn't know that. No, no, Atlantis knows. Idiot. Such an idiot. Oh, my God. Uh, Jakey Poo, can we please trade? Will please, you take, for the love of God. Listen. You and CDR come over here, and then uh, we'll let uh, MZ and Raven Shadow do Cult of Muscle. What do you say? That's funny on multiple levels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We got some feedback here. Let me just get to it real quick in the chat room. Uh, Lost in Atlanta says, wow, WTF, Raven Shadow actually watched the movie. Word. Wow. And then uh, Melissa says, seems like all the stories had a cool twist. I disagree. Uh, Jacob Pooh says, uh, where does he say? Movie uh, movie was like cotton candy. Uh, okay in the right context, but you don't really feel satisfied afterwards. Well, that's up until right now. That sounds about right. Oh, what? Uh, up until right now, I thought Jakey Pooh was a genius. Hold on, hold on. Uh, Melissa just said, I love dog soldiers. Why don't you guys, why do you guys not like it? What? What does that have to That's do with That's like anything? Dynamo's favorite film. I love <laughs> yeah. Dog Soldiers. Yeah. I, I think, think Dog Soldiers is perfect. I think we all like it a lot. <laughs> you guys yeah. should watch Evil Dead 2. Where does that come from? I don't I'm know. Sure. I don't know. I, I, I was talking about, I, I think I feel like I just complimented how much, how good it looked on a small budget today. Oh, Ooh. snip. Look, what did Nathan Coy Van say? Oh, what's up, Katie? Uh, Cody, who are you? <laughs> me and Cody and I, me and Raven Shadow. His what? name's, uh... 
Cotton Cody. That's his new nickname. <laughs> Nathan Cotton Cody Vince Duke <laughs> says, uh, me and Raven Shadow can do for, Food of the Gods 2 radio. If you can say it. Um, it's a lot of words that don't really flow together, but me and you, hit me up, brother. <laughs> so, Jesus. all right, the score was done by fucking... So fuck yourself, Monster Zero. <laughs> <laughs> Lalo Schifrin, you assholes. Did you know who he was, MZ? Not a clue. Oh, my God. He, and here's what's funny. Look, I is don't that know that much about music. Okay. He but did this the fucking, film score. He did the Amityville Horror. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever hear John Lennon? He did Enter the Dragon. Okay. Great. Good <laughs> he, for him. He has worked with Jackie Chan a bunch. Oh, my God. A lot of American stuff, mind you. But. Rumble in the Bronx. Did he did a Karate Kid? He did FX. Has the movies. Oh, you know what he did? Hold on. I'm going to do that IMDB thing. I don't like here. You know what I think he did that is shameful that I don't know for sure? I know he did one of the later ones, but uh, he did do Kung Fu the movie. Um, no, he didn't. I was. I thought maybe he did Dirty Harry, but um, I don't know what. Maybe he did. He did Sudden Impact. All right. Um, he did the Deadpool. He did the Amityville Horror. Mm-hmm. Uh, so no, he didn't. Let's see. He did Caveman. Um, he did Ringo Star. He did Battle Creek Brawl, which yeah. is pretty impressive. Caveman with Ringo Starr. He did. Yeah. Okay. Now that I know. Um, <laughs> that's a fucking movie. Yeah, I thought. I thought. <laughs> I thought he did Dirty Harry, but I can't find it here. Maybe and Day of the Larry. Animals. You goddamn Caveman idiot. Awesome. Hey. He did Day of the Animals. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I don't remember too much of the score on Day of the Animals, and yeah, I love just, Day of the Animals. You just, just remember, remember that one scene. Yeah. Oh, come on. Leslie Nielsen versus a grizzly bear? Come on. <laughs> Day of the Animals. <laughs> you okay, Planet of the Apes TV series. Okay, Homo D. What else has he got? Uh, I thought he did Dirty Harry, but he d- I don't think he did. Okay. But he did do uh, Magnum Force in the Deadpool. But, All I mean, right. he did Enter the Dragon, so, mm. you know. So he scored a lot of really, really, really WTF. Awesome flicks. But I would say, he, oh, he did do Dirty Harry, so fuck me. I just didn't, I just uh, thought Dirty Harry was a little older, yeah, a little younger than it was. But, um, you know, I, I would say Mission Impossible and Amity Vihar are probably <laughs> what he's known mostly for, right? Somebody in the chat room who we would rather be on the show. <laughs> yeah, with exactly, here. right. <laughs> Anyone? I'm alone. Uh, this is a, this is one of those times where I'm like, this is not a good life to have. People are enjoying. This is also this is also not good radio. Let's pick it up a bit. This is also not good radio when we don't know about things. Well, how is that any different than the last 178 episodes? Because you seem to be the only one talking about it. Uh, Jakey Poo says Robo in the Bronx. Yep, and actually giving a damn about it. Uh, you think that anyone in the chat room, you goddamn <laughs> idiot, doesn't know who that is? Hey, hey, hey. You troglodyte? Lo- like, this guy did some of the most important film s- scores of all time. It's like, why would anybody care about that? I'm so, I'm so trite, and, you know, who cares about that? John Williams, the, but, it was the, but if it was the guy that did fucking butt crack, you'd be all <laughs> over it like nobody's business. Didn't he score like, magic? Uh, Speak- uh, the guy who did mother, the guy who scored mother. Speaking, speaking of uh, speaking of butt crack, when are we going to get to the top twenty five horror films of uh, not today? Years? Not today. Okay. Lalo Schifrin's. <laughs> well, he didn't do magic, but if he did, he'd be like, "I scored magic." <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm not even on the microphone. I don't care. Oh, yeah. Lawson says, sweet baby Cthulhu, this is hurting my brain. Can we? Can we? <laughs> Thank you. No, she's Thank talking you. about you. No, she's Stupid talking about agent. you. No, she's not. She she's hates talking you. About you. No, she's not. <laughs> yes, she, she is. Hates you. Yeah, she's talking. I love, about I love how I love how animated you get, Homo D. You can't you can't control yourself. <laughs> yeah. Over something as silly as this. Yeah. My oh, God, yeah. somebody medicate this person. Yeah. It's only the the yeah. No one cares about the guy that wrote nobody the cares about the guy theme. that 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 nobody cares about the guy that scored sudden impact. So why? You are so he scored sudden impact. Okay, all right. And he scored the Amityville Horror. And he scored the Amityville Horror, the which is a good, which is a good score, by the way. And Enter oh, the Dragon. I can't believe we're so hung up on this. I know, right? Where's Tiny? Yeah, seriously. Tiny would know who it is. Somebody's yeah. got to straighten you out. Yeah, somebody's got to straighten me out. <laughs> you straighten yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you are the stupidest person <laughs> since stupid came to stupid town. Somebody's got to straighten me out. Yeah. Call, call your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody medicate this person. Do it again. Oh Jesus Christ! Look at these fucking two. It's fucking like jokers. podcasting with Cha Cha from Land of the Lost. <laughs> so who's saying what? It's like who's saying what? Oh. I'm, I'm not. That's it, Johnny. I'm done. I'm done with the whole show. <laughs> dun, 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 Look, you've dun, had dun, a long, you've had a long week. You know, yeah. Who did the, who did the fucking who did James Bond? Huh? What? James Bond. James Bond. <laughs> James Bond. Oh, can we God. get back to the movie? Uh, oh yeah, we're doing a movie. That's yeah. Right. All right. So the first segment. I love how he thinks it's me. That's the thing that I will get. Like, like I Tiny know. White it has spent. You. Wait, Tiny he? White has spent hours. It is you. No, Tiny White has spent hours. Like this is like the time when my favorite Monster Zeroism ever, where I said, but you said, hey, I'm talking, and I said, this is a film discussion show, not a film ramble on show. And you said, well, if you stopped interrupting me and let me talk and talk and talk, I wouldn't ramble on. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's rambling about it. <laughs> Figure the irony on that one. I don't know. I'm not going to take any shit from somebody who's tr- wearing a man bun. <laughs> no, that's a fucking... That's like a, a pony nub. A pony nub. Yeah, pony, pony nub. nub. Yeah. Pony nine nub. <laughs> pony nine. All right. What? I hate the show. I'm going to call the muscle forever. Black calm boobs, down. Calm down, boobs. Kojak. Slow it down. Don't be outrageous. Wait, Kojak yeah. or Kolchak? Kojak. Kojak. Yeah. No, not Kolchak. Kojak no. the Night Stalker? Yeah. Homo D the Night Stalker? Homo D the Night Stalker. I was going to say we could... Vampires, baby. I was going to say we could discuss this out, out of the studio, but you're not allowed to go anywhere but here. But, so, like, how'd you like the show? Or Rocket Shock? <laughs> I was in Philadelphia, man. Yeah. I was too busy running up the Rocky Steps. Philadelphia? Yep. There all the time. Well, well, 365 <laughs> days a year, Philadelphia. Well, good for yeah. you. Lawson Atlantis is literally crying right now because I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> and then Jakey Poo says, is this how it all ends? <laughs> this is the worst. I quit. I, I, Jakey Poo, I'll send, you my, I'll send you my Skype number. I'll be Just tell me next Monday. I'll be ready to go. <laughs> send me the movies. Jakey Poo says, Colby Jack, Colby Jack cheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, oh. Reservoir Dog says Donald don't worry MZ will be going home any minute now 
Who loves, who loves you, baby? Uh, where's Dynamo? I, I don't know who that is. Says Raven Shadow. Got any opinions on the movie today? Stay tuned. <laughs> who loves you, baby? <laughs> That's what Melissa said. <laughs> All right. So, anyone, everyone understand who Lalo Schifrin is now? Yeah. <laughs> he's been giving me a blank stare. He's like, he's like, I've never heard that name he, in my like, life. What, what is that? Is that a city in uh, Rome somewhere? Or? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Isn't that what Green Lantern operates? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Segment number one, Sweet Tooth. This yeah. was directed by David Parker. There you go. I I thought this was it was a fun segment. little Halloween tale. Nothing spectacular, but yeah. I think it was a, it was like a traditional right, like right. Halloween tale. I like tale. Parker's stuff, but I feel like this is kind of indicative to what he does. I feel like it was just like kind of like the, the the dead hate the living probably being like his most yeah. known thing. Like I feel like this is like just most of, just about there. You know, this made eating candy gross. I did enjoy it though. Yeah, how did it make eating candy gross? Well, they they, they all engorged on candy, and that's all I'm saying because I'm done now. Yeah, because you're done. <laughs> uh, anyone else have any thoughts about Sweet Tooth? It was it was a nice intro to a to, nice to intro a film like this. Yeah, you know, I mean, nothing spe- not, uh, exactly much like uh, unlike the candy that they engorged himself with. Yeah, this was uh, unsatisfying. I was you know I could I'm kind of hoping that these stories would get a little darker and. Well, th- I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong, but that's what you want. Out right? Of it. That's yeah. how it's, it's not totally what like, No, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I know. But. I mean, because I'm, I'm guilty of doing that too. I'm looking for certain things sometimes out of films, but this is what they're giving you. Yeah, they're giving you, uh, you know, Road Dog and Mabel. They're actually, having a, <laughs> they're actually giving something fun that's not full of rape and depravity and that garbage. Oh God, that could like, be fun. Like Hills. So, no, no, it can't be. No, and no, no instances. Right, no, no, no. You could you could do it right or wrong. It's still not fun. <laughs> oh, fuck all y'all. It is not a right. <laughs> if. if 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 we don't agree with him, he's going to force himself on us. Apparently, oh, shit. So I thought it was okay. Nothing spectacular. Fun, fun little story. Yeah. That's it. A jerk in the curtain. <laughs> That's right. All right. So next up, we have the night Billy raised hell from Darren Lynn Bousman. That's a fucking segment. That yeah, that was the best segment in the whole movie. This one was pretty fucking. Hot. I don't. It was amazing. awesome. It, it was, was great. Awesome. I I I um. Uh, I uh, LOL'd out loud a, a, a couple times during this one. Yeah, me too. It reminded me of. Uh, has anybody ever seen uh, Satan's Little Helper? You re- show? You, you you've recommended that. Oh, it is fucking terrific. Did I, we do I, it I still, show? Ha- I still have it on my. I still have it on my queue. I yeah, it is. Never terrific. got around to it. Is that what a kid? What a guy was helping a kid kill yeah. people? Yeah, <laughs> maybe we did do it on the and, show. No, we didn't. We didn't. I think I, we did. I've never seen it. We, we never did it. Uh, the I kid. Just, the kid is like. No, we never did. He he fucking double tapped it. All right. What? Oh no! You did it for the, t- the Halloween right last year, right? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're 100 right. Watch the show when the kid was doing the thing, and the guy was like, "That's not how you kill people." Please move on, please. Yeah, <laughs> what's happening? I the, quit. The night Billy raised hell. Yeah, Billy raised. That's the, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> Do you guys uh, notice Adam Green? I did as a cop. Yes, yeah, he was I in it. He was in it a couple times. Yeah, he, yeah. Uh, this is obviously this is the first time we noticed him, but. Um, I love I love how this like continually escalated this this little like I don't know what you want to call him this fucking lecherous old man who reminded me of Raven Shadow was hey! like the devil on his shoulder telling him to right. do all these things and I love like when he like just started hitting the ghost with like a bat and he's like shook his head nope <laughs> and then the kid took out like fucking gasoline and lit them yeah, on fire yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So I just love how this escalated. Like there is like one gag after the next was yeah. like more and more ridiculous. And, yeah, my he's there with favorite. a fucking gun in his hand. He's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was so funny when he was. They were like like. It, it looked like the shootout at the OK Corral. Right. And they were just like that was good yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so laughed. This one was fun. I, I, I just like it. this was a nice transition from from the previous one because yeah. this one kind of amped it up a little bit. Mm. So I liked it. And what do you guys think of Darren Lynn Bowsman as a director? I really like him. He's good. Um, uh, I don't love Repo as much as other people love Repo. Yeah, it's all right. But I real, I really, yeah, really opera. like Saw Two is is my favorite Saw. Exactly. Yeah, um, Saw Saw Two is the best in the in the franchise. What about I, he did? Um, was it Devil's Playground? Devil's Carnival. Devil's Carnival. Carnival. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That was okay. It was, well, nothing it was fantastic. All right. but it was all right. He he certainly he's a creative um, person. Like I mean, just the stuff I've seen, he definitely has an imagination. I and, really enjoy when he is on like documentaries and stuff like that because he uh, he um, he knows his stuff. He 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 had a kind of a dry run. I feel like eleven, eleven, eleven. Not very good. And I've never seen the. Uh, in name only remake of Mother's Day. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, uh, I, I've heard some kind of polarizing things about it at best. Uh, but I really enjoy like his Saw contributions. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, Saw two being the best. Yeah. Like, like I would say, as you get away from Saw two, each one he did get weaker. But I think that that's more uh, symptomatic of the you know the series outstaying its welcome than anything that but, he did uh in saw four when he did saw four he the the beginning has one of the one of my all-time one of my all-time favorite special effects and that's the uh the autopsy scene on jigsaw right. which was absolutely phenomenal i mean i was just blown away when i saw that but but boostman's a great boostman boostman uh very good director yeah and, and uh, i think it looked really nice to you i mean all yeah. these all these all these shorts look 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 nice i think i'll some, say this about the stood out a little bit more about the saw franchise they've put out like a couple of directors uh in writers like um the uh the writer director team and the uh right well writer team that uh are the two guys that wrote feast um oh. you know oh, and, and yeah. like those guys and, and what uh he's doing the new uh halloween and he made the two collector films, which I'm a big fan of. Um, oh yeah, okay. You know, like I, I think that you may talk about, um, you know, how, uh, you know, people may dis, you know, dislike the Saw franchise for its content or what it kind of spawned, but um, it certainly put a lot of talent out into the world, right? Yeah, for sure. Like, well, I mean, no. just look at, just look at, you know, Bloomhouse, you know, pretty much. It, Insidious and okay. The Conjuring is sure. you know the house that blew that you know the the Bloomhouse the new Fast and the Furious like you know just that one guy alone uh, is you know made a lot of great stuff. Vin Diesel? No, Vin Diesel. <laughs> well, do, do we have to even do the show anymore, Wolfie? It's really hurting me in my in my well, soul. Well, let's let's move on because we yeah. I don't want to <laughs> get too hung up about directors. I just wanted to let's get just say yay or nay. Yeah, yeah. Paul Walker. Uh, so segment number three was Trick from Adam Girash. And so with this one, this is the one where, you know, the people, they were imbibing and, and, and drinks. And, hey, I love this alcohol. one. I like this yes. one a lot. Yes. And uh, it, I think this was the second one where people were watching Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, they were a all through of, it. A lot of which I, dead. Not, all, not everyone. Not Like some of them showed other movies. But one thing I was hoping for, I thought it would be cool if they had like, 
showed them in succession because parts. this was from the beginning of the movie where they were watching yeah. and then the one before or no the first one was at the end of the movie like well, I wonder if, you, if they, like it like it was done in in a, in a that's time what I was series. trying to yeah. see if there's a sequence there. well I wonder if it's like trick or treat if you go back and watch it because you'll notice people yeah. like appear in other ones yeah. if there's actually you can find like a you know because obviously this film the the second film we've done in a little while that obviously owes a lot to trick or treat right mm-hmm to us, yeah, yeah. trick or treat. I like this yeah. more than trick or treat. What? Whoa! There yeah. was, Whoa. there was. One, I would say Play all the things beer, I liked about this. I liked. Uh, there's one thing that I that I like hate in trick or treat, and as much as I love trick or treat, I hate that thing so much that I can't like uh, like it bothers me. Like if I, if uh, like I'll if I ever don't get through trick or treat, it's because of that one thing. Otherwise, I think it's a fucking masterpiece, and that's the werewolf transformation. Uh, that yeah. bothers you? Yeah, I think it's awful. That's a terrible werewolf transformation. <laughs> Were- terrible werewolf transportation? <laughs> yeah. That's the fucking... That should, that should be the werewolf bus. You should take the werewolf bus. That's like the that's like the we- fucking way. <laughs> it's like the werewolf transportation. It's like one of those bicycles with the one big wheel and the one small wheel. That's a terrible werewolf. <laughs> that's the episode title. Uh, that's terrible werewolf transportation. <laughs> yes, Homo that, D and the werewolf transportation. Yeah, that is a bad that is a bad werewolf transformation though. Oh man! All right, so I thought this one was pretty fun. I I kind of wish. Like, this is where I think it suffers from being from being uh, an anthology because I, I wanted to know more about these people, right? Like, what the fuck were they doing? They were just we got the punchline. No, they weren't. <laughs> Not just. <laughs> you saw what the the picture she she deleted, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like uh, w- between it being short and them not wanting to tip their hand too much, I think it did a really good job. Like, you know, of the twist was. Uh, like you didn't see the twist coming. Part of that was they didn't give you enough information, but you know I, I feel like that's the nature of the beast. What I liked is yeah. the fact that uh, I thought the acting in this in this sequence was was not overly terrible. I thought it was really good. The reason why I say that is because you got two trauma alumni in that sequence. Uh, yeah, uh, Trent Hager. You got yeah, you got Trent Hager, and you got uh, fuck, what's her name? Uh, Tiffany Shepis. Right, and they—they uh, they both have a, a a tendency to ham it up in front of the camera, but this time they kind of they they toned it down a bit, you know, anti-trauma style, you could say. But uh, when that guy went to the door the first time and met his, uh, like, had what happened to him happen to him, was like the mm-hmm. fourth time that I like fucking just laughed out loud by like you know, there's a certain kind of violence that makes me laugh. That's my. Whether it's an uncomfortable thing or it's like whatever, like there's a certain kind of violence that like just makes me like laugh. It's, it's usually very like prone of like 80 slashers and it's kind of a silly, mean spirited sort of thing. And what is this the Gretel one? No, this is uh, this is when uh, the little kids come in and, and run amok. Oh, okay, yeah. So uh, there was one really, I think well, there was one beautiful scene in this is the the tracking shot when the woman's running to her car after the the dude. You know, the, the stomach thing that happens to his stomach oh, happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, like yeah, yeah. it, it goes through the entire house and by the pool. And yep. I just thought it was a really nice tracking shot. And 
I think it was just all one take from what I could tell. So I thought that was that was pretty yeah. cool. And I did like the twist at the end. Yeah. There wasn't too many twists in this film. I, I actually would have liked to have seen more. Um, but this one had a nice little twist. It's very, you know, very, uh, I mean, I feel like that's something that, um, and some are going to win and some are going to fail, but there's a lot of creative people here. And I feel like that is a trope that you're either going to ape from like the EC comic style structure of horror anthologies or like consciously not do. So I feel like that's kind of why it came off half and half. You know, I do agree mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. it made it sort of weird that some of them were right on the nose and some of them kind of strayed from that. But yeah, but I, I like this. I, I thought, I thought this was a good looking one. This was another one I like so far. There's nothing I don't like. This is when I started to realize that. And you know, maybe I, I'll probably change my opinion of this a little bit later as we get through these, but I was starting to notice that there, that there was an opportunity for more continuity between these stories because it all takes place in the same town, right? Sure. Uh, because they, they make that very clear with the opening credit sequence and just talking with, with Adrian Barbeau's character, you know? So I just thought there might have been a better opportunity to have more continuity between these stories. I don't, I'm not looking for Pulp Fiction level of yeah. continuity, you know, or even necessarily trick or treat. It was a but, weird balance where it didn't hit you over the head and as things progressed, it was like they had towards the end it showed that this was all happening around the same yeah, time. Yeah, I came to grips with it, but I almost feel like it was too much considering well, trick-or-treat. We live in a world where trick-or-treat exists, right? And that's kind right. of the, you know, I do pulp like fiction, they, I guess, of, of... They didn't overdo it with, like, title cards or much like the uh, <laughs> trick-or-treat radio uh, best of. Um, we just... It one bled into the other. So if you heard one bit, some of the, some of the stories just stopped... And went into the next one, right? <laughs> Sorry. L- look look in the chat room. Look four comments up. Who's that from? You two idiots. Yeah, who is it from? Lolo Shriffin. <laughs> Lolo Shriffin? <laughs> Lolo Shriffin, you idiot. The guy who scored this fucking theme. Oh! Snip. He's you hanging did, out in the chair room. You did a really good job. <laughs> <laughs> and he called you two idiots. Which two? You. Me? And you. You no, and you. good. Okay. So I'm an idiot. <laughs> oh, and uh, Robert Rumsky is Robert back. Rumsky. He says, I'm back. Can't sleep. Oh, snip. Well, we'll keep you up all night, Call him sick tomorrow. <laughs> Call Go in 11 o'clock. Your nose bleeding. Your hair all fucked up. He, uh, he does his own fucking thing. He's a writer. Then why is he going to fucking go to work? Well, I don't know. Maybe, Make your maybe own fucking hours. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, he's he. he I'll he, call fucking Price Chopper for you. Don't worry. <laughs> oh my god, you idiot! Oh wow, you're a dick. All he's right, big talent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy. That guy made my favorite thing of no, two thousand fifteen. Time, yeah, I love you. Ooh, wow! I was. I like you. <laughs> you know Connor Sweeney, but all right. So, anyone have I'm, anything? I'm else? officially out. Anyone else have anything to say about this one trick? Pass. No, okay, no, fine. No. Segment number four, The Week in the Wicked by Paul, I think it's Soleil, Solette, Soleil, I'm going to go with that, like, like, uh, <laughs> what was her name, Moonfry, Soleil, what was it, Soleil Moonfry, <laughs> all right, so this one was the sort of, uh, western-y style one, right? Like Cowboys and... I, I liked how this one felt totally different from the others, and I think it had a decent payoff at the end, but I feel yeah. like this one had a ton of potential, 
and I think they could have done more with it. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they. It was complete. Yeah, this was an unsat- another unsatisfying uh, segment. I just, I, it did have potential. And, but Dynamo, it it's too bad he won't. Out. Too bad Dynamo. Uh, too bad Homo D won't comment on this one. <laughs> <laughs> he's done. He's checked out for the night. I really would like to hear his his uh, his thoughts. Oh, on he's this. grabbing the mic. Oh, it's, it's what do you two jamokes want from ten minutes? Like you want like like more character structure or like what do you look? What, how how is this? I'm the ups- one that was talking about it. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. You you direct you direct your I said your bullshit to him. Direct your bullshit to him. Direct your bullshit to him. Direct your bullshit to him. Michael Raven Shadow. Michael Raven Shadow. Direct your bullshit. What did I say? Yeah, but he wants to be me. Yeah, what did I say? What? Didn't I say what do you two jamokes want? Three in ten minutes, right? But did you, for a change, weren't saying something stupid? Yeah. Like I'm talking to these two. Like it's ten minutes. I just don't like like what like what can be dissatisfying. Like it's ten minutes. Like like what did you expect? Well, if you can if you can establish shit within ten minutes in other segments, why can't you do it in this one? But if you don't like it, wait for it. We did wait for it, but I think yeah. that I think this one. Uh, like I don't, I I think the reason that oh. this one didn't necessarily work for me, I feel like they established everything. Pers- see, you, it, I feel like the establishing in this one was given in very subtle ways. They didn't, they didn't like like hold your hands and be like, here you go, here's what's happening right now. Like they they definitely gave it in more subtle ways. What are you pointing at? This show sucks. <laughs> <laughs> this this went from best show to maybe the worst. Yeah. No, this is this is it's fun. What? It's not the worst. It's exciting. Show. It's exciting. So so uh, anyway, like I I did before you had a fucking spasm rampage. <laughs> I was talking to both of you. You just happened to be fucking pointing those DSLs at me. So I was looking at you. So like I just feel I feel like <laughs> point those DSLs elsewhere. I I feel like this one. Uh, this one was the most unfulfilled, but I wouldn't say it was unsatisfying. I I I felt like this. Uh, I felt like this did a lot. I'm just not sure what you guys fucking want. It had like a background, like like Wolfie. How did you mean I, unsatisfying? I think, I think I think you're I think you're flipping out too much. Like how I did you mean unsatisfying? Yeah. Well, like, how did you, how I, did you I mean loved that? the setup to this, and and okay. I I wish mm. there was a little bit more because we get you know I'm trying not to be. Uh, spoilery, but the thing that happens at the end, the person right. who shows up at the end, like that was fucking cool, and I it wanted was. more. But you get it. But I know it's a ten minute fucking short. You get the origin, you get the the why it happened, and you get who these people are, like who the bad guys are, and then you get what they did in ten minutes. I don't know what we're talking. About. You did get maybe some subpar makeup, but otherwise, like I, I feel like it gave you everything that it could. Oh man, I fucking love Matto. He just he just uh, messaged us, me- uh, messaged out and shared the episode and said, "Just got off the horn with these guys. One of the most fun, in- f- one of the most fun interviews I've done. Total blast. Thanks to Johnny Wolfenstein and Trick or Treat Radio Crew. We'll meet again. Sweet, Michael Raven Shadow. <laughs> he, doesn't he doesn't even know your name. He doesn't even know your name. He wants to forget all about you, man. All right, so, <laughs> I, I, but I did like. We talked about this a little bit on the Cult of Muscle Dynamo, but I, I do love westerns and horror, and I feel it's something that should be mixed together more. It's like it's like peanut butter and jelly. You know? You like peanut butter and jelly, Raven Channel? I'm a fan of the Uncrustables. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the Uncrustables? Did you ever get those? That, you get oh, big... I saw that movie. Uh, yeah, you get a big... <laughs> well, the Crime Bosses, right? Was that... <laughs> you get a big box. If you go on a fishing trip, the bring them with you. The Give them to the mate. Yeah, that's fun. 
Matt, you got that? <laughs> you got the Incrustables in the yeah. prop truck. <laughs> Lalo Shriverin. <laughs> Did you ever write a school eating some Incrustables? That's fun. <laughs> You're making him laugh. You're making him laugh. You cracked. You cracked him. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> Atlantis, you're in the back. <laughs> it's because he keeps saying the famous composer's name like he's the guy that lives in the back of the house in Real Genius. <laughs> Lilo. Oh, my God. Lost in Atlantis said, wow, Raven Shadow, just wow. <laughs> and uh, Nicholas says, go to Long John Silver's and get some Lolo shrimping. <laughs> Homo D and the boy says Reservoir Doug. <laughs> Lolo, Lolo Shrimp. Lolo, Lolo Shrimp, your shrimp life is calling. <laughs> Lolo and Stitch. Uh, Lalo Schifrin in the chat room says, direct all your bullshit to those two idiots. I have been composing for six decades for Pete's sake. Jesus. Wow, this guy is pretty angry. Uh, Lost in Atlantis. Do good job. Well, because you... Uh, I can't believe you embarrassed us in front of a legend. <laughs> I oh, know. shut up. Lost in Atlantis. Oh, you says, shut up. Everybody shut up. I'm talking. OMZ, seems like you know a fair bit about being dissatisfying in 10 minutes or less. <laughs> 10 minutes? <laughs> who don't says give that? that much credit. Yeah, you give me too much credit. Yeah, Jesus. The, the, one who, the one who likes you. Lost in Atlantis. The, uh, one, the one who gave you an actual hug. She gave the rest yes. of us one-armed hugs. Well, I get the fucking head bob. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. No yeah, hugs. No worries. Yeah. No worries. No hugs. It was, it was no like worries. that fucking, um, that, uh, what's, what's that guy? The Rastafarian guy? Bob Marley. <laughs> no worries, no hugs. It wasn't even the Boba Fett like nod. It was the head up. Yeah, which says go fuck yourself. I mean, like I said before, if if if, if I may plead my case, these? if I may plead my case, let me just say, uh, I, I like I said before, I really don't know that much about music. Okay, we, I we've I, established that. Okay, great. We don't. I I don't know that much about music. Uh, it's really not my field. <laughs> I really enjoy the okay. Cotton Joe. I mean, I, I only know what I like, and I do like the Amityville Horror theme. I've always liked that. I, I always found that to be creepy. Very good. Very effective. Uh, but, um, Nic- I mean, Nicholas says that's he, w- me. he wants to be inside of you, Johnny. Who? Ugh. Di- Ugh. Homo D? Jeez. <laughs> Layla Shepard says, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Uh, Lalo might shoot his credibility in the foot because he mentions Rover Jerks in The Last Boys. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you this. I don't care. I was going to tell you some, drop some science. Uh, Lost, uh, Lost in Atlantis says, that's not even true. Is there proof that this happened by you getting a, an actual hug? Yes. Yeah. I don't believe that for one fucking minute. <laughs> no, it did. And Nicholas says, these DSLs didn't get me onto the internet, but at least I finished... <laughs> All right. Well, we're, where the fuck were we? All right. We're talking about... We can't about, do them all. Uh, we're going to be here till It's already 12, 1130. We're going to be here till 4 in the morning. All right. Let's get through them quick. So, Grim Grinning Ghost. This was by Axel Carolyn. Uh, I, I kind of didn't... Uh, if this is the one I think it is, I kind of didn't understand this Mick, one. Mick Garris is the Phantom. Yeah. 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 It, it, uh, this was a pretty pretty crazy assemblage of actors in the beginning there. It right? was. Yeah. Right? Or but, directors and whoever. And it, and it had, you know, I was really excited to see Lin Shay, who I absolutely adore. Yeah, I love Lin Shay too. Yeah. But I, I, I just don't, I don't, I don't know. I kind of feel like I don't understand. I, I feel like it was just really abrupt, and it, it didn't matter. Yeah, this I didn't like this one. I think it was pretty lame. Anyone else have anything to say before we move on? Which one was this one? 
We just fucking talked about it. It's I'm legitimately <laughs> going to kill myself. I'm going to kill myself by swallowing this mic. This is fucking like El Goro, no, this, please. No, this, I know you want to have rotating cast, but please just take me, El Goro. This, no, this, just this one was over. Take me, El Goro. <laughs> just keep me. Take hey, El Goro, me. take him in his seat. I, I'll take an Uncrustable right now. <laughs> just, just do some Uncrustables. I could be the Cancer Man, Del Hijo Del Cancer Man. Just take me, El Goro. All right, second. No, I, 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 I adore Lynn Shea. She's just take me in my just, sleep. She's just a All fun right. actress to watch. All right, segment yeah. number six, Ding Dong. This is from Ding Dong, Lucky yo. McKee. Yep, bad. Uh, it had the same kids from Trick. Bad. I don't know if you saw them. Yeah, um, at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, and also the kid from Sweet Tooth. Yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah who's dressed like Snake Plissken, by the way? Oh, Snake! Yeah, I saw that. Okay, my my thoughts on this one. Fuck this segment. Fuck it. I yeah. do like Fuck the imagery of the yeah. monster in it, but like, I did too. But it was but, terrible. Yeah, but it just didn't you do know, anything. This was so bad, I don't even remember it. This Lucky, was <laughs> Lucky McKee. What's going on here? Buddy? Yeah, in my yeah. head, I was going to say that this was as bad as uh, Ty West's uh, ABC's of Death, but it wasn't. No, that it, was, the it was just worst as bad. Ever. He yeah. needs to get Angela Bettis back. That's what I think. Next. All right. Next. <laughs> Next is This Means War. I like this one. From uh, John Skip and Andrew, Andrew Cash. Yeah. Uh, this was one of my favorites. It was very, it was very light, lighthearted, not, you know, just this clash between these two neighbors. Yeah. But there's... Oh, the, yes, yeah. Yes, oh, yes. oh yeah. I said, who is... Just What's his face? Yeah, yeah. My man from uh, Independence Day. Will Smith? I, I, I'm not. No, the, the Native American looking motherfucker. Na- Native American. <laughs> Jamie Duvall. James Duvall. <laughs> no. His pants are falling down. James Duvall. I said the right words. James Duvall. Patrick. I know who you talk about. James Duvall. Yeah. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. him. Yeah. James Duvall. Yeah. 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 That's him. Right? Jesus Christ. All right. <laughs> For Christ's sake. So this one, the the thing I liked, and it's not really subtext, but the the underlying theme here is sort of like the old guard versus the new. Right, they like, were all metal. Yeah. they were all like this is Halloween. We're fucking running amok, never giving a fuck. Who was the guy that was the neighbor? James Duvall. <laughs> oh, oh, don't, 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 don't. I don't know his name. <clears throat> I don't know, but uh, I this this episode was fun too. Yeah, yeah I this was the was... only. In fact, to me, this is the only episode that actually had any balls to it. No. Yeah. Maybe this is no, my no, no, second this... into a third favorite. No, I, I got to disagree with you. Yeah, yeah you're. Yeah. yeah. Hold on. We'll, we'll get to it in just a sec. Just um, slow it down. So I, I I liked the underlying theme here of the old versus the new. Like we had the gore metal head, and then the other guy was into more of the classic yeah, horror, right. which I thought was kind of a neat little take on it. So I liked this one. I just didn't like the ending. I, I would have liked to have seen a better ending, but once again, that's what I want. I feel like this maybe didn't have, like, uh, I felt like this could have had more balls. Ooh. It needs to get his balls back. Like, I felt like they could have, <laughs> like, you know, knocked some teeth out or whatever else. Like, I feel like, it, like, I'm not sure how this one had no balls, or most balls, I should say. At least two of them. Maybe because you watch it without your pants on. But otherwise. All right. Segment number eight, Friday the 31st from Mike Mendez. Loved it. Director of Big Ass Spider. Oh, yep. snip. And The Convent, which I love, and Grave Dances, which is terrific. Oh, yeah. yeah. Grave That's Dances. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I, I'm a, I'm a, I feel like this is maybe. Didn't like Grave Dances. I liked it, but it was, I don't want to, I don't talk anymore. Mike Mendez is the most underrated guy working in Hollywood right now, in my opinion. 
this, and that's it because I have no pants on and I put my goggles right, back down so and going to sleep. This one, this one started off pretty straightforward. What? He's wearing his fucking pumpkin briefs. All right. This one started his off pretty. Briefs. <laughs> <laughs> this one started off pretty normally, right? Like we have a, a girl being chased by what looks to be, um, you know, um, Jason Voorhees. Yeah. Wait, was this Jason oh. Voorhees? <laughs> Mars? Was this Jason Voorhees? Uh, it was Jason Voorhees meet Meathead from fucking Meet That. <laughs> <laughs> no, this this was a fun episode. I, so, I, I'll admit this was a this was this, a fun. Episode. This one halfway through, I was like, "All right, this is pretty standard. What's going to happen here?" Just kind of wrap it up, at and this then point. and then something happened that I was like, "What the fuck is going on right now?" Yeah. Yeah, no, and it, and it was hysterical. But but then I, after that happened, and then there was that change. Yeah, then it became fucking awesome, and it was yeah. like to me, it was like if 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 we had ever got Freddy versus Jason versus Ash, I think we would have seen yeah something, something the, like this, this. some yeah. suspect gore. But yeah, and and it was funny too. I mean, there was a certain uh, 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 body movements made by our. Uh, "Quote unquote," Jason friend in this in this segment, and uh, uh, that just was absolutely uh, you know I L O L'd out loud a couple of times in this segment, and it, it it was entertaining as hell. I I will admit this was a blast. Yeah, so this one was a lot of fun. Not the best, not the best segment in the season in the series, but uh, but but uh, I would say this was number two. This was very enjoyable. <laughs> it was a, it was the shits. Yeah, I liked yeah. it. Some it suspect gore, like I said, but I, I really liked it. Might yeah. have been my favorite. It definitely was. It, this one went to eleven, and and I I I, th- I appreciate that it did. So, Raven Shadow, anything to say about this one? Yeah. Yeah. He said, "Wrap it up about now." That's what his opinion. All right. No, I was wrapping it up, but then I was like, "Hey, this is something." Oh my fucking god! So in your world, movies are like forty-eight minutes, right? That's like their sweet spot. Yeah. <laughs> That's when he passes out. Listen, you don't 48 understand. minute mark. Yes, we've been so spoiled that this is like intolerable. I know. This is like eating at like a five star like restaurant for three nights and then showing up at a McDonald's salad bar. Oh, if only we had the fucking other one on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish we had the other one on. <laughs> oh, Lalo Schifrin says this episode is a textbook example of derailment. It's true. Uh, D- you, D- should, you should hear the other episodes. Derailment homo. <laughs> Uh, Lost in Atlanta says it was the worst, the worst. I think referring to Lucky McKee's, okay, and then good. says uh, she could not have saved that short though. I guess Lynn Shay. She's so fucking. Uh, this smart. means war equals. This means everyone we know is in the crowd shots. Yeah, that's funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Nicholas says, "Take these broken, broken wigs on, onto my flying uncrustable." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, Melissa Walsh says, "Jason Crowley, Gein." Mr. Crowley. Good, good uh, Lalo Schifrin says, I blame myself. Yep. And Lost in Atlanta says, that would be the wonderful Nick Principe. Principe. Yeah. That's his yep. name. Yep. Oh, yeah. From, uh, what was it? Skullcrom? Skullcrom Skull. Scrum de Leon. Rest in peace. Yep. From Skullcrom. All right. Those are fucking awesome. The first one, anyway. Segment number nine The Ransom of Rusty Rex by Ryan Schifrin. Mic drop. That must, he must be related to Lalo. Oh, shit. Lalo. Oh, really? Or is it Lalo? Yeah, I like this one a lot, too. Yeah. Uh, this one, it was okay. John Landis. Fucking no fucking okay. Yeah. Uh, that that dude, Ru- Rusty, was a fucking nuisance, huh? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was a pain in the ass. <laughs> but that's the one that had uh, Smallville's uh, TVs. I'm not, even, I'm not even kidding. 
If you want to know what it's like to babysit the white children, it's right there. It's just like that. <laughs> they never go away. Yeah. Not as much Caucasian as the spawn of tiny I, white. That I, isn't what he means. I really like the setup. Like, I love when he calls. And they're trying to like get ransom. Yeah, and he's like, he just like hangs up. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, I like uh, th- something. Calm back. Calm I don't back. know why, but even in tense movies, <laughs> when someone says like at inappropriate times, don't use this number again. Yeah, like yeah. cracks me up. The, every the time. format, the format of of the kidnapping and uh, it's. Impend and it's impending. Uh, you know, trying to get the ransom money is uh, reminiscent of the uh, 1986 film Ruthless, Ruthless People. Ruthless People. Yeah, if you've ever seen Ruthless People, Danny DeVito and Bill Judge Pullman, Reinhold. Judge Reinhold. The other fucking ones. Helen Sl- Helen uh, Slater. Slater. Yeah. How so was it? Midler. Yeah. Funny as hell. Because there was kidnapping in it, or was there some other? Yeah, MZ likes. Well, they they a lot of roofies. Bette Midler gets kidnapped by uh, mm-hmm. by Judge Reinhold, and who's uh, an adult woman. Yep, and uh, but yeah, and she's married to Danny DeVito, but right. Danny DeVito wants to get rid of her, so he doesn't pay the ransom. <laughs> that uh, uh, there was the uh, Elmore Leonard uh, book that I uh, Real Criminals, I think it's called. Yeah. Um, uh, there's, a, there's a, I mean, it's safe to say uh, there is a lot of films that feature uh, kidnapping uh, yeah. before and after Ruthless People. Well, it's taking it back to the old Taken Two joke. You know, like we have your ex-wife. Click. <laughs> like, <laughs> what's the fucking problem? Yeah. What point of X don't you get? Yeah, that? like, oh, you have my ex-wife. I'm gonna have a snack. Oh, don't, Wolfie. What? God damn you. What? I was excited to go home and watch this, and you just watch the end. Oh, I just, I just was going by it. The Royals win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I thought this was fun. John Landis. I think the, it was a really fun idea. Had a cameo? Uh, yes. He yes. We just cameo. talked about a cameo. Did I say that? Yep. Yes. My fucking God. I feel like I'm in the future. <laughs> How much beer have you had? I think, I, he, I think you're in the I, fucking I feel way. like I'm in fucking hell. Like, <laughs> burning, hot... Awful! I don't ever want to come back again. Hell, that's no, because the wolf is dying. Because the fucking heat's still fucking on. This is the worst ever. Oh fuck! Slagoth's hanging out. Hey! Oh snip! Slagoth, I love you Jeremy. like your family, but you couldn't even help right now. <laughs> oh, Layla Schifrin says uh, in Dirty Harry, people get kidnapped. I scored that film, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're on to this. Is this is like a. Uh, that dude looked like Bat Boy, though, right? Yeah, he Rusty did. He did. Oh. Yeah, I know. That's what I thought of, yeah. too. This I is like him. the one kidnapping movie ever. Ruthless people. <laughs> All right. Segment, the last segment, Bad Seed, directed by Neil Marshall. Awesome. Awesome. I thought it was okay. I, lo- I it was I, all right. I love Neil Marshall, and yeah. I think this short looks phenomenal. This is the best-looking one of the bunch. It was, but this was the, wrap, also it the, most, the wrap it up portion of the flick. Yeah. No, most it cartoonish, means- too. It means you're drunk waiting. You're passed out yeah. waiting for the fucking tape to stop and right. rewind. That's fair. Uh, That's the Raven Shadow alarm clock when the VHS gets to the end. Start rewinding. And I wanted to watch Flash of Two Worlds. Uh, yeah, I think that, uh, I don't know, I really like this one. But I just didn't like it. I mean, I like, I was, I'm a big fan of John Carpenter, and I feel like this was very John Carpenter, and it was also, you know, uh, the throwbacks to Halloween 3. Yeah, no, that I, that I definitely yeah. definitely get. I love the music though. This had a great score in it's this. Terrific. One. I, yeah. know, I, th- I thought it was a little bit too cartoonish. And I love what's her name. You know, because I you know the last the, yeah. Well, for, it's the, not... for the last story, you want the last story to be a big 
you know, a big culmination. You know, yeah, I was hoping that, that it would wrap. Would, I was hoping it would wrap up some of the other stuff, yeah. and it didn't. It so that's my that's an expectation. It's that, not realistic, that I, like butt crack. <laughs> that's an expectation that I had that I wanted to see, and it just didn't happen. And I so. love the pumpkin monster. Yeah. I thought it was fucking cool. What? Which I know, right? Exactly. <laughs> uh, I I think that um, I think it was kind of silly. I just didn't like the the antagonist in this. No, I did. I did. I I could understand why you wouldn't, but I did like it. And I and I do like what's her name a lot too. Like what's her name? You, uh, you said that already. I, I, I her, her name is escapes me, but she's a killer killer mermaid. Oh, um, oh Christine Klebe. Klebe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. So and Joe Dante, we saw yep. Joe Dante. Joe Dante at the Clover Institute. Yes. And who else was... You said there was another one in this, right? Another cameo? Uh, Adam Green was definitely in it. Um, and then we also had a Wilhelm scream. You guys hear that? Yes. Yep. It's fucking awesome. I didn't notice, actually, but it's cool. I was, I was finishing it up when these guys showed up, and like I think MZ just put on his headphones, and I pointed it out, and he recognized yep. it right away. Yeah. All right. So anyone have anything else to say about Bad Seed? Nope. It looked... It, looked, it was my favorite-looking one. So let's... I, I do love when she yelled, Kevin! What we're going to do is let's go ahead and we'll do the verdict now, I guess. And then just name your your favorite one when we do the verdict. How about that? Does that sound good? Yeah, sure. And then uh, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll decide a winner of the bunch and see which one is the best. So let's go to the verdict. Trick or treat, baby. I wonder if people would say you're a trick or a treat. Trick or treat, motherfucker. All right. Verdict time. So let's go around the room and have everyone say whether this the entire flick was a trick or a treat and their favorite segment and any final thoughts. Donna Mars. Treat. And Here. my favorite one was the Mike Mendez one. Uh, Friday the 30th. Friday the 30th. Yep. <laughs> All right. MZ. Uh this had a couple of decent stories, but not overwhelmingly appealing to me. It, I mean, it, it would it would fit well with some other people, but my style of horror, this just doesn't fit. I'd have to say trick. Uh, but the best story is the second segment. I forget the name of that one. Uh, let me look it up real quick. Uh, the, the night Billy raised hell. I think. It was oh called. yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah that, yeah. I thought I thought that was the most enjoyable one. So. There was not like enough shit eating or rape in this for you. No, there wasn't. Yeah. In fact, there wasn't any. There was any animal violence. Yeah. No. Uh. No. <laughs> All right. There you go. And uh, Raymond Shadow. All right. Uh, my favorite was the hostage one. Rusty. Uh, Rusty. Uh, the the, the ransom of Rusty Rex. Yeah, Longbottom. Okay. I enjoyed that. I would say, who was the actor in this that looked like Death Rattle Aaron a little? Uh, it's like Death Rattle Allen and, and uh, Death Rattle a- Allen. <laughs> Death Rattle Allen. It's his cousin. Yeah, and uh, and uh, Teddy Bruschi had a baby. I guess that would be Jay Hernandez. But um, uh, I would say I love anthologies, even when they don't work. But overall, I enjoyed this. Tap a treat. All right. For me, I'm, you know what? I hate to agree with you, but I'm going to go with a tap a treat as well. For the most part, I thought this was fun. 
and but I, th- I, I, you know, I just think there's some missed opportunities here. I think they could yeah. have done more with this and, and had it be more like more impactful. Yeah. And once again, maybe maybe if they did it over the course of two days, like you said, and you know, most of these were filmed in one to two days. Maybe they just didn't have the the prep to do it. But it's still a, a fun film. Definitely a film you may want to check out on Halloween, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or at least there, or, or or close to Halloween. Uh, but like I said, I wish there was a little bit more continuity. I would have loved if that last one kind of wrapped up and, and yeah. kind of explained more of what was going on because it was just sort of uh, Adrian Barbeau was really the only link and kind of like, oh, well, crazy things are happening. Blah, well, they blah. mentioned like, you know, the police were a link in it too, especially yeah. when the. Uh uh, they mentioned all the different stuff that had happened over the course of the night, and then Adam Green came in. And no, said some- no, I totally agree. But I, but why was this happening? Was it just like I guess I would have liked more info about that? Yeah, but it just it just was right. It's Halloween, crazy shit happens. Yeah, and, well, and like more people go missing in real life on October thirty first than any other. Like not five if, days not if you're in Detroit, it would be the night before. So well, and I also wish there was more twists. I love twists in maybe it's because yeah. I'm such a fan of Twilight Zone, but I was w- hoping for more more of that. You know, I was kind of sick of Halloween right? before it was over. You are the worst human ever. <laughs> no, but like, okay, we get it. Candy Halloween, whatever the fuck. Like, you so, have no soul. No, I would have liked to have seen the world explored a little further and why all this crazy stuff was happening. That's all. That's that's me. But I would still have liked like, if, like scientists were like watching people. Yeah, I mean, shut the and fuck they got up. To shut, out. Seriously, get out of here. Get out of here. Get out. I'm gonna be a fucking giant and step on your head, you asshole. Jesus Christ. That's it. So, <laughs> three of us thought this was a treat. One of us thought it was a trick. But reg- even even though you said trick, I think you you thought it was for the most Wait, part. Wait, said trick. I said trick. I mean, there were a couple of segments that were a lot of fun, but that doesn't compensate for the other seven or eight. It just wasn't. Are we in agreement really though? Uh, Ding dong from Lucky McKee is the worst. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I, I thought so. Did anybody other agree? Did, did we all have different favorites? I think we did. Um, two of us. Uh, you and I, Dynamo, had Friday the thirty first. Okay. No, I didn't even know if I said, but that was mine. So, there you go. All right, that's going to wrap up our coverage of Tales of Halloween. Next week, Monster Zero, are you excited for this? (laughs) Are you kidding me? Feel these nipples. No, thank you. I don't want to touch bologna. I don't touch meat, my friend. (laughs) Oh, shit, Oscar Mayer. Come on, this will give you cancer. (laughs) Sir, there's so many things ahead of you. So, (laughs) next week, we're going to review... The Green Inferno. Oh, wow. Really? Didn't yeah. we already review As long as we're it? topical, right? No, I, just, I talked about it. We didn't review it. We uh, haven't. What, you guys it? give me shit? You don't want to, you don't want to no, talk about I, it? Well, I'll watch it, but I thought we already did that bit. No. No, we didn't. You don't remember if do, you fucking watched the are, movie or not? Were you even here? Do you guys ever see Back to the Future? Jesus. <laughs> Shut his mic off quick. We fuck, should, fuck your mic. We fuck my mic. It. Fuck your mic. Knock, knock. The real mic or the fake mic? I thought we did this already. All right. You know what? You have to go, MZ. I do. And take Michael Rarich out with you. I, I will. I will. Before you do go, though, we had uh, one voicemail that specifically called you out. Yeah, one voicemail. <laughs> Jesus oh, Good. All right. So this one here, it's it just says, Two Monster Zero, Love Belial. <laughs> okay. So I'm imagining this is basket case Belial. Yeah. Or maybe it's Belial Love It. I don't know. <laughs> But we'll we'll go ahead and play this, and then you can say your goodbyes, all right? Okay. 
Swallow that. <laughs> swallow it. Swallow. Swallow it. Swallow. 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 All right. All right. Swallow. All right. <laughs> Dynamo literally uh, is is trying to hold in his beverage, whatever yeah, he's drinking. Yeah. It's coming out of his nose, I think. <laughs> it's coming out of his throat. <laughs> it's coming out of his neck. Well, I, I, I hear you, Belial. I, I do hear you, and I, I believe that you are right. Yes. Uh, what did Belial what, say? It's just between me and him, man. Uh-huh. We got to talk about it later uh-huh. on in the show. Right. Later on uh, tomorrow. All right, all right. There you go. All right. So, uh, Belial sends his love. Apparently, uh, Belial, you should uh, call in again. Love, love always hearing from you. I know MZ's a big fan. Uh, MZ, when are you yes. going to get that Belial tattoo? By the way. Oh, man, I hope I it's soon. Soon. We're talking about it for fucking ten years. I know. I know. I should get him on my forehead. Uh, where's Dynamo says get Raven Shadow out now. Fuck. Why? <laughs> GTFO Raven Shadow. Oh, people are turning on you, man. Yeah, what's that? Just now? You think they're turning on him? Yeah, I don't know about They're being a little vocal games. about it. He's like the oh, star sh- of oh, podcasting. Sh- shit, did Melissa just drop a bomb that I what? that she what? says the pumpkins, the people all got their pumpkins from the same place. Whoa. Mm. Fucking breezy Benz. <laughs> get him out. <laughs> get him out. <laughs> Local folks, get him out. <laughs> I gotta go. Nicholas says, You don't say LOL out loud means laughing out loud, but MZ explains jokes, so I guess it's okay. Yeah. Why? I always say I LOL out yeah, loud. Why don't uh, uh, Nicholas says Rupert Feebles? No. Huh? Where? Yeah, I don't know. Why don't you. Who should who I, know? I, I have an idea. Yeah. Let's ban tweezers in the studio. Okay. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. You, we have to we have to patch you down. Yep. Yeah. You got your Ooh. tweezers. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want that. <laughs> you got tweezers. Bad times. Um. Oh wait, I found some. Oh wait, no, that's Raven Shadow's body. That's yeah. His, I, you found a gray hair. <laughs> yeah, I got my fucking Spider-Man boxes on. You want? I'm ass Spidey. It <laughs> <laughs> ain't wet fluid, kids. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Bye, Monster. Um, Thank you. Wait, Melissa says no. Don't go, MZ. Uh, I'm sorry, hon. I gotta go, hon. <laughs> Creepy. Creepy. <laughs> I do have a mortgage. <laughs> oh, Slagoth says Raven Shadow kicks ass. Thank you. He what? does not know you. This yeah. is a guy that yeah. fucking knows. He's in the uh, struggle. <laughs> Lost in Atlanta says, but he's a grown man. He has a mortgage and a minivan. He's got kids. Yeah. You don't, no know problems. The, you don't know the struggle, man. You don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't my fucking Starscream isn't my fucking dependent. <laughs> Do you buy Incrustables for the kids? Yeah. All right, MZ's going to go. Yeah, yeah bye, bye, MZ. I'll, I'll, say, yep. say goodbye. All right, I'm out of here. I hate, hate to see you go, but uh, I'm lying. like to watch you I leave. Know, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I hate to leave you guys with this guy, but... Uh, yeah, I know. But well, you this could guy. Take you could take him. No, no, no I, I can't trust him. <laughs> <laughs> Run your ferrets. Yeah. He might think it's Poto and Kodo. He might smoke him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Smoke a fucking ferret. He's like, thanks for leaving these penis He's, warmers out here. <laughs> He's going to send Poto and Kodo out to steal smokes. You're going to need four of them. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm out of here. So, 
Arrivederci, douchebags. All right, buddy. See you later. See you right. next week. Right. Me. Green I'm Inferno. Let's go fuck yourself. It's been the worst. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Melissa says, yep, love Raven Shadow, too. Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, she, she's going to buy 20 t-shirts herself. No, she's going to buy 60 because she wants you to... Uh, you're 60 or is he? He's just, I'm 60. Just buy one. You're 90. Just justify the bit. <laughs> All right, MZ's leaving right now. Oh, man, we have so, so much voicemail. Right. You know what? I'm going to get a pizza. Yeah, what? I love golden pie taste. But. Dynamo, um, we got a very interesting voicemail. Really? Speaking of tweezers. Oh, I still can't believe that you did not go into the Palladium because of tweezers. Listen, if they wouldn't let me in for that, they wouldn't let me in for fucking Phil. For Phil Ansamo? No, Phil Leatherman. <laughs> You could have just gone here. Anyway, I don't know. I just whatever. Yeah, I, yeah you got a little. What do you do? Cut some fucking carpet in the palladium? Yeah, do some carpentry? I don't care. I don't care. Unscrew some fucking light sockets? What do you get a leatherman for? To build stuff. To build stuff? Yeah, the good good work, Jesus. Thank you. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, Johnny, we got voicemails. I'm disgusted. Chris, yeah. number eight. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, play the voicemails now. So. You guys ready? Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll do uh, this. Is uh, it's collect call from Transylvania? Hmm. I don't know what that is. This is the voice of Dracula. Yes. Oh. I am looking for one Dynamo Mars, hey, the immortal gunslinger, the one who claims to be the monster hunter extraordinaire on account of owning every single monster manual ever published. True. Well then, Dynamo. Right. Have you ever seen the statistics for one account? Dracula! <laughs> I think not. No, it's got eight not double Not accurate, or... anyway. Well, Dynamo, yeah. it is time at this all-hallowed season okay. for you and I to finally Ooh. clash for the last time. That'll be first. For Dynamo, yeah. one day, very soon, I will come to you in the night, oh. and then I shall suck your dick. I mean blood, blood. I mean I, 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 blood. What was that all about? Whatever, whatever, whatever. Into Dracula. <laughs> Count Succula. I want to suck your blood. I, I bet you have a that got a little dark. A little weird. A little dark, dark in a weird way. That's fun. That's scary. Too. I would. Yeah, I don't know. I, I thought he was talking about D D statistics. Yeah. Right? Is that this not I scary? I didn't know he wanted to sheath my vorpal blade. Sheath it made of silver. Yeah, that's weird. I just, uh, if you go to Transmissions from Mars, which is updated daily, uh, you will see uh, my monster hunting tip on uh, werewolves. <laughs> which you will see uh, the what? Your, your, a lot of people ask is why. Is that what you call it? Yeah, a lot your of people ask why uh, werewolves are uh, immune to, uh, why werewolves are allergic yeah. to silver. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, they're they're, no, they're yeah. no gay will. And you'll find out. <laughs> oh. so, I, w- I want to suck your blood. Raven Shell, someone's bugging me from before. If you're outside in the Palladium, right. right, and the lady says you can't come in with your tweezers, yeah. right, would you have gone in if you knew it was Danzy's last show? 
it, I've seen. I've got his autograph. I've seen him. But if you knew, you weren't going to see him ever again. You know what? It just. It just wasn't. I'm a fucking grown ass man. Okay, fine. Whatever. Why? Why? What am I going to hide? What am I going to hide? It's his last show, dude. It was his last show. That's fine. All so right, t- well, don't take his on. fucking picture. Let me just play the next fucking voicemail, all right? Jesus Christ. Mother, tell your children not to walk <laughs> my way. Danzig. Hi, everybody. It's me, Glenn Danzig. I hope everybody's having a very jet black day. <laughs> I want to tell my friend Michael Ravenshadow that dude? he really changed my life. You see, you may have heard that I'm retiring from the road of playing rock and roll music. Here I am on the road again. Here I am. Turn the page. That was going to be on my next record. But I'm going to stop making records because Michael Ravenshadow, outside the Wister Palladium, you showed me how oppressive all my rules were on my rider. Thank you. I have a naked pot-bellied fusion of a pig and an aborigine pygmy that pulls my gray hairs out. But what if you're in the middle of a rock and roll show? I'm playing jams from Dances 3 or my song from, from the movie with Bradley Cooper there and... Uh, the Hangover, that's what it's called. I don't watch movies like that because they don't have darkness. But anyway, what if you're in the middle of the marsh pit and the next thing you know, you get a gray hair? You gotta pull that gray hair out. And because of my oppressive ways, because I would not let people, it specifically said on my rider, no guns, no knives, no butterfly knives, no brass knuckles, no brass knuckles with butterfly knives on them, no chainsaws, and more than anything, well, well, too, no photographs, no sawed-off shotguns, and more than anything, no tweezers. So, I kept you from enjoying my rock and roll stylings. Me, Glenn, Glenn dancing. You can tell because of my masculine man voice, much like Johnny Depp last week. So, Raven Saddle, when people say you're responsible for me not playing anymore, when all my fans are upset and despondent that I won't play rock and roll jams anymore? <laughs> when they say it's your awful cancer-ridden, gross, <laughs> smelly, ashy, skeleton s- <laughs> self's fault? They're right. It is your fault, Michael Ravy Seattle. I'm not playing rock and roll anymore. I'm going to be a stage magician. <laughs> I'm going to do press-digitation. So thank you, Michael Ravenshadow. You've set me free. Well, you're welcome, Glenn. And by the way, fans, I've put his address 
on my Facebook page. So you're angrily can burn him at the stake. Don't worry, it'll be easy. He's halfway burnt up already. <laughs> goodbye. This is Glenn Danzen saying goodbye. All my fans on the road. You can blame Michael Ravenshadow. <laughs> I'm it's like that fucking, Whoa, it's crazy. He says his own name like you say his name. It's so like, fucking weird. I'm like that chick on the bus. You've been pronouncing it right all along. Make what, things what happen. Chick? What chick? The one that stopped the problem on the bus. Uh, what? You're not talking to the mic today. No, she gets to sit in front. It's it's like right off the side. I feel like I'm talking about the chick on the bus. Who, Harriet Tubman? Oh, my fucking God. Are you seriously going to... Who was the one? Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks. Yeah. Oh, my God. Rosa Parks and I, we're not taking... We're fucking taking a stand. <laughs> like fucking we're Stephen, drawing a lie in the like sand. Stephen King. In the sand dig. <laughs> the sand dig. All right, well, listen. You know what? Hey, Glenn, by the way, we know that you stole your skull from Krista number eight, Michael Golden. Johnny, do a Bing search. Do a Bing search right now as I'm talking about it. 1983. All your fucking merchandise all comes from Krista, the fucking toy line, all right, with the magma fucking men. Do that, Johnny. Krista number eight. Take a look. <laughs> Take a look at the bottom. Take a look at the bottom, Glenn. Uh, is that it right there? You know what? No, that's a fucking that's, that's a car commercial. You got to talk into the mic, please. I feel I'm talking to the mic. It's like seriously five feet away from you. I feel, I feel, well, listen, listen, he stole it. How do you spell Chris Star? Chris, with a Y. Yeah. H? Not the last man, but yeah, Chris Star, like, not like Crystal, but different. Is there a little, oh shit. Please talk number into eight, the mic. Number I'm eight, number eight, number eight, number eight. I don't know how to say it anymore. But he fucking stole it. You're fucking hammered. Yeah, you are drunk. No, I'm not. I'm pissed off because Glenn's fucking calling me out. No, that, that looks that says dancing right on it. No, Christine number eight. Johnny, there you go. Right there. <laughs> That's what I'm showing you. Right there. See, look at that. Magnify it. Magnify. <laughs> Magnify that. Borrow my tweezers. Right there. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Stole it's it. a fucking skeleton. No, 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 no. The Deadite skeleton looks a little bit like that because it's a fucking skeleton. Well, to be fair, the Deadites pre-existed. Um, but no, but he stole it. Um, How's that? So, Glenn, enjoy the couch. Get your cat box. Kind of does look just like it, actually. It it's fucking isn't. It. <laughs> and it was great. It was the ass. He's like, hey, did you steal that? He's like, no, I drew lines. So the lines he drew... We're over Christa's and the girl's, like, Frazetta-esque ass. Uh, Reservoir Dog asks, didn't they tag team against the Road Warriors, Rosa Parks and Harriet Tubman? That's a good fucking match. <laughs> That's a good match. That's a good match. Hell in a cell. Hell in a bus. Hell in a bus. All right, let's hear... I'll fight you fucking, Danzig. We got a few messages from our buddy Nick. Let's play Thank this you. one first. Finally, a fucking professional. Yep. Hey, Trick or Treat Radio, Nick here. Hey, Nick. Um, I'm going to do a little serious voicemail. No goofball Ooh. ones. Nothing super serious. Sound like kids with cancer or something. Uh, let me talk about your little buddy, Ty West. Um, I don't really know your guys' view on Ty West. Like, I've been listening to some old episodes, and he sometimes comes up. And like for the most episode. part, it sounds like, jo or I'm sorry, Dynamo really likes him. Mm -hmm. And... Seems like the rest of the group doesn't. Um, especially Johnny, he seems very flip floppy on him. No, nothing against. Everyone can like their directors and hate their directors. It's a free world. I'm not 
you know, I'm not championing Ty West. I, I'm just curious because I'm confused. I like him. I think his weakest films were The Sacrament and, uh, what is that called? The Cabin Fever 2. But historically, Cabin Fever 2, we all know, was taken from him and right. chopped up by the studio and just just a mess. And I don't think he was wholeheartedly into doing it anyway. And then there was that whole he thought he the Eli Roth was pissed at him and stuff like that. So, but um, yeah, Sacrament was okay. It was very um, it wasn't Ty West really. It it was. I, I feel like if he doesn't do something that's already there, like i.e. a Cabin Fever sequel or a Sacrament, which is basically the Jim Jones story, which I've seen a phenomenal documentary on that. I cannot think of the name, but that was a great documentary. Um, I feel like if he doesn't do something that's not, you know, a historical event or someone else's work, he seems to do very good. He's very disciplined. I mean, and kind of throw... Throw out those stupid ABCs of death and shit like that. They're shorts. I mean, come on. We all know M is, M is mundane is pretty boring. But they're shorts. I mean, hey, hey, there's hey, some hey. good oh. ones. There's some bad ones. That ABCs <laughs> of death, too. What an abortion of a M is for mundane. I have is to amazing. pick from Tom Normandy's uh, vocabulary there. Right. But, um, he won't come on this Yeah, show. I'm just trying to figure out what your, your straight-ahead stance is on him. I mean... I think he's great. I think if you guys give this guy a little more rope, he can... I mean, he can already... He's showed us already with House of the Devil that he can uh, he can make something out of nothing, really. Nice. And I think it's great that he's not doing a, a horror movie next. I think this Western's going to be a cool thing. Agreed. I like directors who can do multiple things that aren't just one-trick ponies. Juggling. So, uh, that was it. No goofy stuff for Nick I this time. It. Just curious on what your uh, bare bones thought on uh, Ty West's thing. Treat. Oh, you got cut off. So, my thoughts, I love House of the Devil. Love it. One of my, probably one of my favorite horror flicks of the 2000s. Will be on my list. And uh, I think, so for me, and the Inns Keepers was was good. It was a step below, but it was still a good film. And then the Sacrament. Well, I guess Cabin Fever Two was. It, I liked it. It was fine. Like I, there was some stuff that was decent, and then. But we 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 know the story there. Uh, Nick Nick touched on it. Right. But the Sacrament, for me, because of House of the Devil. When you release House of the Devil, and then two films or three films later, you release the Sacrament. I think you're held to a higher level. Because of your first film, whether that's fair or not, I I think if it was done by someone else who didn't have the, um, you know, the history that that he did, I may have viewed it in a different way. But it would have just been a just an okay retelling of the Jonestown exactly. But he did such a fucking phenomenal job with House of the Devil. Like you think that he'd be able to do something more original with that. That's why the Keepers is great. I I give him so much fucking rope more more rope than most directors probably deserve. And because I want him to be great. And, right. You know, so I, I think he's a great director and I can't wait to see him do some more. And I hope he gets captures that lightning in a barrel that he got from, uh, you know, with uh, House of the Devil. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I. I just, <laughs> what are you laughing at? Um, I just got a direct message from Atlantis right here. Could you read this on a microphone, uh, Wolfie, at the bottom? Okay. <clears throat> 
<laughs> Ty West sucks. Thank you. Let's Why do you have subjects on your fucking thing? Because they're fucking awesome. <laughs> Why? I you got shit names, to say. You have her name spelled wrong. No, it's sp- spelled how I spell it. <laughs> it's spelled correctly. He has your name spelled wrong in there. <laughs> no, uh, sir. Lost in Atlantis. Yes. That's not true. It's not Stephanie. Huh? <laughs> it's not. She doesn't have a. <laughs> she it's doesn't a, have a staph infection in her knee. It's a. St- it's a. Sta- it's a staph stap- infection. It's, it's a, a Stephanie. Stephanie. <laughs> right. What's Stephanie? Huh? Stuff. <laughs> so that that's my take on that, Nick. And in the chat room, Lost in Atlanta says it's kind of meh, though boring. The innkeepers boring. And then she says, "Wow, go fuck yourself, Nick." <laughs> Jesus, she's she's uh, not pulling any punches there. She doesn't like Ty West. Lalo Schifrin says House of the Devil was the millionth and seventy fifth time that story was done. I'm what are you? Ta- the, how, the person that really is House of the De- the person that really is Lilo and Stitch in there really is getting on my last yeah. nerve right now. Uh, Lost in Atlanta says M is for miscarriage is awful. It's we, like we all agree. You there. know why he loves Monster Zero? Like he's like that guy who he's like that kid that shows up and, re- and like like recounts his dad's dumb politics that don't make any sense. So the second <laughs> generation don't make any sense. <laughs> The second time that did, that happened all the time. Lost in Atlanta says, I think the best thing Ty West has done is taking an arrow to the face and you're next. That was good. Followed by the sacrament. Are you serious, Lost in Atlanta? You listen, think that's the second stop. best thing he's listen, ever done? Listen, it Stephanie. It was better the first time when it was called real life. Yeah. <laughs> listen, Stephanie. We and I. <laughs> Step, Stephanie. Step, Stephanie. Slow it down. I, I, get, she, she's gonna get pissed. No, I, I love her with West, all my heart and soul, but West, she's wrong this time. Reservoir Dogs says the most horror movie in the 2000s about Schmidt. No, was that the naked love <laughs> scene of uh, Kathy Bates? No. Kathy Bates. Yeah. No. yeah. Like I, I, ad- I adore you in your Atlantean way, and I love everything about you in your weird fish scales. But like, uh, you're wrong. Ooh. All right, let's hear from Ed- Eddie, the anti-drug iguana. Oh, nice. It's been a while. <laughs> How y'all doing? It's your boy. It's Eddie. Eddie the anti-drug iguana. Hey, what's up, Eddie? And I, I, I'm a lizard, you see? Yep. A, a lizard is a type of iguana, well. and and I'm sort of like a mascot <laughs> for the kids. So I just want to tell the kids, listen to your little program. Hi, kids. It's Eddie Iguana. Eddie the anti-drug iguana. And I just want to say... Lay off the marijuana. Please, <laughs> whack. Uh, it's a fact. It, it's more harmful than heroin. Nope. It's more addictive than crack. Nope. Mary Jane wrapped your brain twice as fast as crack cocaine. <laughs> it's funny, not, but not, not that true. I'm saying smoke crack. I'm just saying it's not the worst thing you could do. But there's plenty of legal ways you kids can get high. Really? You get your K2. Your fucking paint thinner. Your fucking bath salts. Mm-hmm. Your no, fucking whipped cream is fucking good. <laughs> I mean, you, you, you can just steal your fucking parents' liquor. No, don't do that. No, that's okay. Yeah. There's plenty of good ways to have a good time without yeah. having to resort to drugs. Yep. I, I mean, I would even say the PCP is bad unless you got a prescription you know uh, I would no, say not covered the, 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 the kids you just have a happy and safe Halloween and I just want to say to everyone else let's all get fucked up <laughs> say Fair. no to drugs kids say, say no to drugs Okay, that's a bad iguana stop oh listen to everything he says listen iguana friend me on Facebook <laughs> Me, you, and Connor Sweeney. We're going to fucking potty it up. I have no idea. Who, that was amazing. 
was a weird voicemail. <laughs> that was a weird voicemail. Oh, I love it. Eddie. Eddie, the anti-drug iguana. That's tough to say. Uh, call back. We love it. I am me. Film for thought. We like it a lot. <laughs> All right. Let's hear from... Oh, Nicholas says that, that Danzig voicemail was great. Thank you. Not that I know anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Lost in Atlanta says, yes, I'm serious. I really like the sacrament. No, you don't. Stop it. Uh, please don't lie to us. Y- you don't want to lie. You've been underwater too long. And she no, also yeah. says, I bone Kathy Bates before any of you fuckers. She said that? Not before I would. I'm kind of sexy. Uh, Lalo Schifrin says, you also like the remake of Old Boy Dynamo. Opinion null and void. Um, Mic drop. No, I, I thought it was... F- fine i didn't say i like it i said it was the only uh what's his name movie that wasn't an abortion <laughs> that's that's the uh spike jones it's the only time he's spike lee made no, spike, spike lee, lee. Spike spike jones, very different person yeah. Yeah. did three kings Dif- different yeah, color spike jones good spike lee bad all right let's hear from ted levine thank you uh, hey chuck chew radio ted levine here hey ted uh, yeah, I got people coming up to me every day saying, "Why do you always call into Trick or Treat Radio? What? Why don't you come to a convention?" And I say, mm, "I like the boys over at Trick or Treat Radio. They like the movies, mm, and they like talking about me. I don't like doing conventions because I got people coming up to me and going, put your Rufus and Ronaldo behind your legs and do the tuck dance. Oh, I don't want to do that." <laughs> I just like listening to Trick or Treat Radio and listening to you bunch of guys make up stupid jokes and make fun of Michael Raven Shadow and Monster Zero. I fucking hate the song Goodbye Horses. If I hear that fucking song one more time, I'm going to rip someone's neck the head off and shit down their throat. Mm. Wow. But that's because I'm Ted Levine. <laughs> no one ever asked me about my 400 seasons of Monk. <laughs> I wasn't putting on people's skin and dancing with my roofs and Ronaldo behind doing that show, but oh, all they care about is that stupid Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> he- well... I gotta go. I got this girl down in a hole. <laughs> and she didn't put the lotion in the basket. So now you know what she's gonna get. She's gonna get the hose. Mm, bye, guys. The Ted Levine. See you, Ted. Thank you, man. I don't know if we should thank him. He's got a girl in the well. Uh, well, I mean, we'll use his evidence if we need to. Historically? We get a lot of evidence in these voicemails. We do. We should probably yeah. turn them over to the to the authorities. Uh, Lost in Atlanta says, to be fair, he probably has heard that song a lot. Talking about Ted Levine. Oh. Probably. Let's hear from our boy Josh. Oh. I usually play his first, but oh. get his thoughts. Uh-uh. Hey, Trank and Train Radio guys. Hey, Josh. Josh from the Arkham Film Society here. Love you, buddy. Just uh, getting in the Halloween mood. You know, yeah. watch uh, Tales from Halloween. Yeah. Uh, got some candy, got my Halloween 3 soundtrack on, do a little bit of writing, but I wanted to call in and give you guys my thoughts on Tales from Halloween. And uh, it, it's, it was a hell of a lot of fun. Um, I was a little apprehensive going in because it's been getting lots of praise. And uh, sometimes when you hear nothing but good things about a movie, you watch it and you're pretty disappointed. 
this was not the case. Um, I do think it's a little uneven at times. Um, I don't think any of the segments were particularly bad, uh, so I'm not going to call out anything Lucky um, for that. Uh, but I just think, you know, when you get 10 segments from, from different groups of filmmakers, there are just some that aren't going to be as good as others. Um, of course, I mean, some of my favorites was I definitely liked uh, Sweet Tooth. I thought it opened real strong. Um, I thought This Means War was a lot of fun. Um, I thought, of course, you know, Friday the 31st was a lot of fun. Um, I mean, there, there was a, a lot of great stuff in there. I'm going to say there's not really a lot that's really scary in there, but um, it's just, it's a lot of fun. And um, there's some good gory ones. There's some uh, good silly ones. Overall, I think it's definitely worth a watch. It's definitely a recommend and definitely a treat. Um, and I don't know. I'm probably going to check it out again and again. And again, and we'll see how that holds up. So, yeah, overall, it's it's great, and it's a recommend and a treat. So, um, I hope all you guys liked it too. And um, I don't know. You guys have a good one. I hope you guys all have a great Halloween. Sorry, I missed uh, the concert last weekend. I just I hope it's not the last one. Evening, and I would have had to rush up there. And then I had to work the next morning, so it just wasn't going to work out for me. Oh, so. Okay, Monsters here. You guys you had to drive fast. One. I hope that went well, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Breaking news. Breaking news. Michael Ravenshadow, please report this breaking news that you just reported. The greatest thing that's ever happened, ever. And now, a trick-or-treat radio news flash. Find it. Now, oh a trick or treat radio newsflash by an incompetent reporter. <laughs> I find it. You serious? Are you for real? I, I, it's, it's over here. <coughs> oh, Snoop! <coughs> Introducing Mickey D's dinner box, yep, $9.99. $9. Oh, Snoop, what do you get? I'm glad you asked. It's two Big Macs, two cheeseburgers. Dose. Ten-piece chicken nuggets, yep. four small French fries, yeah, and twenty-eight thousand two hundred sixty-nine people like this, yeah, and a drink, and a drink. Yeah. I'm loving it. I can now for nine dollars. I'm gonna buy twenty bucks. I'm gonna buy two of those on Friday and die. That's I my will, goal. I will split this with you, and no we'll split. eat it in the parking lot. No split. No, split. Gonna- no splitties. <laughs> Split is. I'm going to eat the whole thing. That's how I'm going to go. I'm going to buy a case of Mountain Dew in that, and I'm going to die. Speaking of a hole, that's a good segue. Lawson Lanta says, can you tell Vaginamo to shut his Ty West hole? Wow. And then she says, dear Vaginamo, shut up. Thanks, the human race. Ooh. Yeah, real funny. Uh, Lalo Schifrin says, you guys complain about Tom C. being negative. Uh, Why do you care, Lalo? Yeah. Are you you a regular listener? Mm Mm-hmm. I guess if he was a pretty girl, it wouldn't be so bad. He's pretty, but not Atlantis pretty. Yeah, remember, there's no one yeah, Atlantis pretty. I mean, pretty. to be fair, yeah, but. to be fair, Lalo, Tom C is definitely clearly not Atlantis pretty. I will say the person. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> he's not even Worcester no. pretty. Yeah, he's not even like 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 Boomtown rat pretty. Yeah, like, the the per, the like the person that I know from Atlantis. I'm glad Tom C isn't here though. Is one of the most beautiful women in the world, but she has to use it to compensate for her terrible taste in movies and bad attitude. Yeah. So yeah, I don't care what she says as long as she's in studio. and and men because apparently she likes Monster Zero. That's fucking weird. I don't think, yeah, according to Monster Zero, <laughs> I don't think she likes Monster Zero. I think the only thing she likes less than Monster Zero is sounds like Michael Lavin show. <laughs> hey, that's fair. <laughs> um, uh, Melissa says, I thought you were going to say 28,000 calories. No, no, no. I, I, it's got way more than 28,000 calories. I'm, I bet you I will shit my pants at least once halfway through. Can we... Can we? Can the show pool to buy me that, and then I eat it next week? No, the show? we need to pay for the show. All right, well, I'll buy it myself. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll pick one up. Right. Okay, I, my new don't, at least, don't pick it up at noontime though, and let's sit in your car all day. Like, at least Lawson and Lantis thought thought that my Worcester pretty line was funny. Yeah, well, we show she's got bad taste. Layla Schifrin says he's better looking than any of you. I, well, I, I sir, assume, stop it. Have you, and Layla? Have you seen Tom C? <laughs> You think you're too busy scoring Magnum Force? I met him in a swamp down in Digger by <laughs> Lalo. All right, let's hear from our boy Nick. Oh, snip. The Nick Power Hour. Well, I know you got yourself a big brown beaver and she shows it off to all her friends. One day, you know that beaver tried to leave her, so she caged it up in cyclone fence. Or up come Luke with the old baboon say, recognize that smell. It smells like seven layers. That the beaver loves Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. Come on now. Bum, 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 Oh, that's pretty awesome. Let's hear from... We're not a show. Oh, big brown shit. Dr. Sam Loomis? Uh-oh. Oh, shit. I met him seven or eight years ago. I was told there was nothing left. No cilia, no way to clean out the mucus, and even the most rudimentary sense of Marlboros or Camels, of Winstons or Pall Malls, Lucky Strikes or Virginia Slims. I met this... 30-something-year-old man-child with this bearded, pale, stupid-looking face and the blackest lungs. Joe Camel's lungs. I spent a few years trying to educate him on the dangers of smoking and the rest not bothering because I realized what was living inside that man's lungs was purely and simply a predisposition for smoking-related illnesses. Uh, Lost in Atlanta says, wow, from beyond the grave, you guys have some serious pull. That's right. Words of snow. And Nicholas says, thank you, Johnny. That's fair about Ty West. You're welcome. You're welcome. Anything for you, Nicholas. Yeah, big ups yourself. Big ups. Anything I do, I do it for Nicholas. All right. We heard from, we haven't heard from him in a few weeks, but the other Jeremy is Jeremy McFarlane. Let's take a listen. Hey, Trick or Treat Radio guys, this is Jeremy McFarlane uh, from Texas, Houston, Texas. What's up, bud? Um, I wanted to call in and say uh, I really appreciate the show, guys, like usual. Oh, um, shucks. I, had, I, I, I listened to um, this podcast called F This Movie uh, uh, Podcast, hmm. and um, uh, I believe a couple weeks ago, um, they did a Scream episode, and on that episode, actually had the director from Contagion. 
or oh, Contagion yeah. or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, yeah. And um, no disrespect to Michael Raven Shadow or hey. Monster Zero, but um, the director of Contagion on that episode says the girl in Contagion is a zombie. So no disrespect. <laughs> I knew she was a zombie. I just, I just thought I'd let you guys know. So, um, anyways, guys, I really appreciate the show. Love it, like always, and uh, thank you very much. You got it, Jeremy. Thanks a lot, bud. Thank you. <laughs> but <laughs> what about the zombie gene? Shut up. That was like fucking 100 episodes People ago. always Shut tell up. me, he be just careful said it. what you do. What's Reservoir Doug talking about? That's what I want to know. Nothing. Oh man. Slagoth wants to send us some treats. He's asking for uh, for an address. Oh, I, I have a, uh, I, I gotta send him a, I'm gonna send him my address right now for something separate. I keep forgetting. Res- Reservoir Doug says this is how the Trick or Treat Radio personalities rate. Number one, Raven Shadow. There Fuck. you go. Number two, Johnny Wolfenstein. Good choice. Thank you, sir. Number three, MZ. Number five, <laughs> Dynamo. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> what happened to four? Wait a minute. I don't. I'm not very good at math, but. Yeah. You fucking do it, Doug. You're a smart fucking guy. Oh, Slagoth loves the name Jeremy. It's a good fucking name there, Slagoth. What are the chances? Lots of Jeremy's up in this place. The real one and the fake one. You, Slagoth, and Manugi, who just talked. That was Jeremy McFarlane. Yeah. Thank you for all the way from Texas. Todd's cousin. He's your boy, right? Because you love Texas. I'm from. I know. Tokyo, Texas. Yeah, that's where I settled when I came to the United States of America in 1800. (laughs) You settled? Yeah, well, I started. You settled Texas? No, I, no, I didn't settle it. I, that's where I settled. All down. Right, slow it down, Texas. Yeah, no. <laughs> you guys are all running amok. Stop the romping. Yeah. Um, no, I, when I came from Ireland, I ended up in Texas. Thank you, Melissa, because I was confused too. It's, it, it, don't, you know, hey, don't, don't call out. He said contagion. He met contracted, okay? Well, I don't, that, that's don't you know, movie. we're not here to call out mistakes from our, you know? I think Melissa's doing exactly that thing. Well, I, th- I think you're an idiot. I think I think you just insulted our listener. No. Yeah, I think you did. No, because I'm like, I don't. That's a weird fucking movie. I didn't see that. <laughs> well, you don't see the ones we watch. You don't have to. Yeah, isn't it funny? We all knew though. I knew. Yeah, I Jeremy. knew. What he meant. I knew exactly what he meant. Yeah. Like, what do we have to talk about, Jeremy? We, we, uh, us and Jeremy, we're like right, we're yeah, like right mind there. Wave. Mind wave. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus. Jeremy's in your mind. I'll tell you that fucking much. Yeah, uh, Jeremy, you're, you're Jeremy. You're the best around. Nothing's ever gonna keep you down. You're the best around. Nothing's ever gonna keep you down. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know if you should be happy or sad that you just sang that for him. That song should have been the fucking Lost Boy soundtrack. The Lost Boy should. Uh, Reservoir Doug says number four is everyone else that comes on the show. Oh, you're fucking so smart, Doug. Let's hear from Nick again. Thank you. <laughs> what do you want? I want food and pussy. How come? It's just the way God made me. Is it all right? I guess it must be okay. Who bop, 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 shang, lang, lang, What do you want? I want food and pussy. How come? It's just the way God made me. Oh, oh my God. God. What is this? Must be okay. Who Do you recognize this? Dynamo? Two little children lying in bed. One was sick and the other was dead. <laughs> Dynamo, what's wrong? to the doctor and the doctor said. What You're catatonic. I want food and pussy. How come? It's just the way God made me. Is it all right? I guess it must be okay. Who bop, 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 shang, a lang, a lang, a lang. What do you want? 
This new McDonald's sandwich takes four hours to cook. Give a call. Sleep at night, singing this song, the old gospel. Wow. But the older I get, I'd rather just watch Predator. <laughs> I got cable back. Oh, man. Wow. All right. Man, uh, oh, you know what? Nicholas said, Nicholas sent that to me. You know what? I'm gonna put that on the Steven Scalata mix. <laughs> I'm gonna put that on the Atlantis. It's never mix. end. It's a never end. I'm gonna put that on the Atlantis mix. That's too. All right. This is uh, I love you, Dynamo. That's yeah, from Atlantis, probably. Let's see. Hello, Dynamo. How you doing, baby? Raven, I miss you. <laughs> Give me a kissy. Hey. <laughs> Dynamo, I was going to ask you about uh, dinner tonight. Do you want to oh. go to Olive Garden? Yep, he loves it. They have an amazing selection. I was looking at the menu. It's so tenderoni and delicious. Let's tenderoni. see what they got. <laughs> tenderoni. You can get things like um, dipping sauces for breadstick. <laughs> dipping sauces? <laughs> Oh my god, Dynamo dipping sauces for breadsticks. Where are you? Oh my god, you can't find that anywhere else. Oh my god, oh my god. Dipping sauces. Stuffed mushrooms, oh my god. Stuff, I love stuff. You can stuff me anytime, Dynamo. Exactly. You know Classic calamari, oh my god. I'm a classic gal. The fucking trap. Let's see what else they got. Uh, they, do they have any lasagna? Just I don't see it the on menu. the menu, Dynamo. I don't uh, grilled chicken flatbread, Dynamo. Oh, <laughs> uh, they have soups and uh, salads. They have pasta e fungilio. <laughs> fungilio. <laughs> Their menu is not very detailed. It's just, they just have little. Sh- Fucking pictures on here, Dynamo. What's no. going on with the Olive Garden site? I'm not liking the Olive yeah, Garden. Like let's either. skip the Olive Garden, Dynamo. Okay. How about score. Little Caesars? No, let's go right to battery. Let like me it. click on the Little Caesars menu here. Okay. I'm <laughs> typing in one hand because the other hand, I'm stroking my penis. Because <laughs> I love you, Dynamo. I love you uh, very much, uh, Dynamo. Uh, Is penis Italian for something else? No. Will you be mine? Yes. My 
my darling boy. <laughs> yes. I love you all the time. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yes. No. <laughs> Ooh, Dynamo and Little Caesars, oh they have uh, pepperoni, classic cheese, dish pizza, or lunch combo. <laughs> Thank you, Uncle Auntie. Raven Shadow, I'm yes. coming for you next, baby. Um, Don't forget about me. I love you. I'll see you at Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, my God. That Raven Auntie. That was weird. Oh, Jesus. Might be an amalgamation. Was, was that uh, Uncle Auntie? Uncle Auntie Raven Shadow. <laughs> Uncle Auntie? It's a weird. Wow, man, uh, this fucking voicemail is, is epic this week. I can't even fucking I, get through all this stuff. All right. Uh, let's hear from, oh, man, Auntie Raven Shadow, help me. Uh. Hello, this is Auntie Raven Shadow. Um, different. I need this message to get across to my nephew yes. michael raven shadow you yes, know the drunk on the show oh yeah uh, i hope this is his podcast job show i saved it on the speaker pipe <laughs> application <laughs> so you. i hope this is getting to you michael I, he's got so me. i've been listening to your show more often oh. honey Thank you. And there's this fucking weirdo, Nick. He keeps fucking calling in like yeah. five messages. He's really annoying, but he's he talks about this Ted Levine guy. And I said to myself, I know that name. I know that name. It's not easy. So I looked him up on the I Am The Deba Deba Deba. <laughs> and he apparently was in this movie called... Silence of the Lamb. So I watched it. I remember oh. watching it as a young Raven Shadow. Oh. And it's it's perverted. It's dirty. It's it's gross. Oh my god, and there's this guy that he does the that that idiot Nick does a voice for Ted Levine. He does. And he's a poivert. He tucks his balls <laughs> and his schnoozle and so behind his legs and he wants to be a transvestite. I don't get it, but whatever. Yep. Well, that Teach song, that song, Goodbye Horses, I'm calling after you. Yeah, well, I, I thought it was kind of catchy, so I downloaded it. Oh, I do. I nice. put it on the, the Apple shuffle thing. And I put it into my doc that you got me for last Christmas, Miss Michael Ravenchow. You welcome. And the thing won't stop playing. My new Dipsy cranked it up to like a thousand. New Dipsy. And I can't get it off. The old, I couldn't and get the old one It's out just of the blaring. Deck. The cops are like, turn that shit down. And oh my God, I got poivots. They're gyrating all over my house. They, they're tucking their, their schnoozle and their balls behind their legs. Every Wednesday. I, I got to get these sickos out of here. I can't turn it off. My new Dipsy, the, the, the monkey. He's jerking off to the song and he's Sorry. throwing it at the windows. Yeah. Oh my Damn. lord, I can't stop it. So please, Michael, please come over and shut this stupid thing off. I've tried unplugging it and Dipsy plugs it back in. It's a nightmare. Dipsy's a bad monkey. Okay. This is Auntie Raven Shadow. Have Thank a good you. one, guys. I'm fucking trying. Please help, boy. All right. Wow. <laughs> All right. You're not helping me relax, Auntie. <laughs> I'm gonna call Aries. <laughs> oh man! All right, this one, built the same. 
That Raven auntie, she needs to she needs to talk to uh, Eddie, the uh, the anti drug iguana. I think I got a lot of aunts. Listen, my grandfather had a lot of sisters. <laughs> oh, it's it's different. Oh, it's different lady. I got a lot of aunts. Here's the problem: a lot of women, you know, women, you know, are, let's, you know what? Let's just fucking complete it. This 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 voicemail message is from an old lady. That's all it sure. says. The old bag. Hello. Oh, Sonny. Uh, I'm looking for my grandson. Uh, um, or somebody's grandson. Uh, or just a boy. <laughs> uh, Dynamo, that's his name. Oh. I remember now. He's Hobo not D. my grandson. He's huh. just a boy. I am a boy. Anyway. Oh, no. I know what's this. Going. Oh, I could really use my cardigans back, my sweaters. I'm I'm just so cold. You said you would only borrow it for a moment, and you took all my cardigans. Oh, I'm so cold. Please send them back to the home. Take care. Farewell. Wow. <laughs> you stole your fucking grandmother's cardigans? Is she still alive? Who's next, Johnny? Is she still alive? No, oh. not for long. <laughs> was that a band? Grandmother's cardigans? No, cardigans. <laughs> uh, this one was was just addressed to us. I don't know who, it, who it's from, so let's uh, take a listen. What the fuck? What the hell? That's us. So, who's stroking their mic? It's me. I'm not going to get for some reason. What the fuck? Whoa. That's not me. That was my early onset stupidity. We don't sound this bad normally, do we? I don't think so. What the fuck? If you haven't checked out the Halloween show because it hasn't <laughs> dropped yet, there's a little sneak preview. Yeah, apparently. That's another way you can get it. You can record it on your uh, 1982 flip phone. <laughs> hey, what you've been missing? Uh, Lost in Atlantis says, I noticed my suitcase was a few cardigans lighter on my way home. I, I don't like Lost in Atlantis anymore. I don't like her. I love L.A. <laughs> Uh, let's hear from... Oh, man, Nick. Nick, let's hear from Nick. Hello, this is Kakajit Radio Podcast. Oh, My name is Antonio Mantoya, and I just want to call into your show. I'm a first-time caller, and I want to call into your show and say you guys got one of the funniest oh. podcast shows out there. Thank you. I just started listening to it, and... Man, is it funny. I like to laugh. I don't know what most of the movies are because I just come to this country like a year ago. But I did the, the, the you got a funny show. You make me laugh so much. Um, that Michael Raven shadow is a kind of a drunk and I like it. Um, that Dynamo Mars, he says some funny things. He likes to insult everybody, which makes me laugh a lot. So I would just like to say my name is Antonio Montoya, but you're Jr. And I just think you guys got a great show. 
and maybe I'll be calling in more. Okay, bye-bye. Have a great day. My name is Antonio. Thank you. Bye. Wow. What was the second part? <laughs> Can you repeat that middle part again? I, I missed that. Oh, man. All right. Well, uh, Thank you. we're wrapping up the voicemail. We got, Welcome to America. I think we got two left. Let's hear from Tom C. Fuck. Hey, you man panel. Uh, I just wanted to call in with my opinion of this week's movie. Um, I'm not going to talk about each segment, obviously, but um, I'll just talk about my favorite one. Um, the one with uh, and I, the name is escaping me, but I, I really liked it. It had, uh, it had Adrian Barbeau and it had Hal Holbrook and Fritz Weaver. And um, it was the one but with the, the the monster in the crate under the stairs. A bunch of people get eaten. It's a good time. Very and funny, uh, so, yeah, that funny. one was, was really fun. Um, so, yeah, take care. Wrong movie, Tom C. Way to go. <laughs> Although he probably didn't even know that Adrian Barbo was in Tales of Halloween. Yeah, but you're not as confused as Tom C. <laughs> no. I shave my lip. Sometimes. All right. This is the last voicemail marathon session, but uh, we really appreciate everyone taking the time. Seriously. Awesome. Awesome stuff. Thank you. This is from our boy Slay Goth. Oh, snip. Uh, last minute here. Hopefully I get through a couple recommendations. If you're into director Richard Stanley. Hell yeah. Um, director of hardware, hardware. Dust Devil. And the fuckery that was done on him for the island of Dr. Moreau. Yep. Check out the documentary Lost Souls yeah. on Netflix. It's fucking, oh, it's fucking Netflix? brilliant. Yeah, it's great. Oh, I got to check it out. And um, Thank you, Jeremy. I may or may the not other have talked world, about another documentary. Um, well, Jeremy said it. That I, I think he directed, but it's it's about him going to some fucked up mystical place in France. It's kind of creepy. Good shit. And Dust Devil. And hardware also now on Netflix. Hardware is in HD. Dust Devil is not, but it's very watchable. Check it out. Um, and you know, I was uh, I've been sitting around thinking about like, what if fucking Doctor Loomis was actually just some fucking drunken fool? You know, uh, he'd be on the show. <laughs> you know, like the whole time he's fucking out of his mind. He's blacked out, fucking drunk. He doesn't. Michael Myers is still back at the asylum, fucking in a corner somewhere in his fucking cell, eating his own feces. All right, and the whole time he's running around with this fucking sheriff, got him on a wild goose chase. You know, he's fucking he he fucking thinks he's fucking shooting Michael Myers at the end of the whole thing. It's just fucking Lori had his fucking had her fucking boyfriend coming over. This guy's just, you know, maybe it's the fucking kid's dad. He's just been fucking with them the whole time, okay? And fucking, you know, he shoots him. He never actually hits him. He's fucking falls out the back, takes off running, fucking. He runs up to the sheriff. He's fucking screaming in the sequel. I, I He's drunk at him. He's fucking mine. Nice. He's fucking screaming. So, I, I shot him 66 times. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? He's a fucking mess. It's all fucked up. Anyway. Fucking take it easy, guys. I love you. Love, <laughs> light, and just a sprinkle of darkness. Oh, love that. All right, awesome. Lo- Thank first you, of all, Lost in Atlantis, don't play Kate Thompson. You're better than that. Yes, I agree. What? No, she's... Don't don't use a play gate on Tom C because he can't get through. He pitches his fingers. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Uh, that's I'm weird. Tom C's here, and now uh, Layla Schifrin's not. Yeah. Huh. 
Lalo had to go find Stitch. Uh, Tom C says you guys should all go fuck yourself, especially Raven Shadow. Listen, Tom C, I've done sixteen hours of podcasting this week. It's Wednesday. <laughs> what that all means is go fuck. And I sat around yeah. in a fucking hospital all day waiting to get cut open. Do you know how shitty my life is when I'm disappointed they don't fucking cut my throat so I can't talk? Well, we can help you with that if you want. Yeah, whatever. Well, yeah. you might want to do it yourself after this episode. That's why mm-hmm. I carry my tweezers? You're gonna cut your throat open. Uh, Raven Shadow, get me some fucking Uncrustables. Jesus Christ. Get, we'll go to the store. All right, I'm give me some Uncrustables. Golden pie taste. Oh, man. That sounds good. fucking big box. I love you so much. Sounds good. John, remember we, when we went to Taco Bell, we used to eat those steaks? Steaks at Taco Bell? Well, no, uh, the steak quesadillas. Yes, I remember that. What was that called? It was a steak quesadilla. Yeah, remember how we were fun? <laughs> we had fun. Just me and you. Watching Gravis. I'm gonna go out on a. a so you're a, saying I can't have fun anymore because I don't. No, eat but I, I enjoyed I enjoyed just, sharing that. with I can have saying. a fucking cheese quesadilla and you won't know the fucking difference. I don't know. I'll tell you. Well, you won't. Some I don't like Taco Bell anymore. Why not? I just don't. Why just you? Think it tastes like diarrhea. Why, why are you talking about my Because I'm not even participating anymore. I just happen to incidentally be near the microphone. Okay, and incidentally talking into it. <laughs> I'm going to incidentally shove this up your yeah. <laughs> You shut your mouth, <laughs> boy. Uh, can we go before we're seven? Like, what are we trying to do? Match our cult of muscle appearance? Yes, let's do it. No. Let's talk more about uh, Tales of Halloween. I have let's some telethon going. I have so, some masturbation to do. Okay. You know what? Next week, let's do this. Uh, let me actually just check the schedule before I go ahead and yeah. make any plans. I want to make sure we don't have anyone planned for next week. So next week we are. Why did I do that? Family. We're going to do Green Inferno. Yeah. Okay. So we have nothing else planned. We're going to do Green Inferno, and let's do this Dynamo. Everyone bring their top twenty-five horror flicks of the two thousands okay. or or all time of two thousands of two thousands. Yeah. Let's uh, keep that list and let's. See if Wy- <laughs> Raven Shadow. <laughs> See if Wiley's around, right? Yeah, like twenty-five. Well, here's the thing: I want other people to give their lists. Yeah. So, everyone out there in podcast land who's listening to the sound of our voices, um, first of all, I'm sorry. Uh, second of all, make a list of the top. You know what? If you don't want to do twenty-five, just do top five. Do top ten. Whatever you can handle. Right. The top twenty-five horror films released. In the 2000s. What we should do with our list... Has to be after January 1st, 2000. Right. What we should do with our list, right, is do that like kind of algorithm thing where we rank them and then come up with like the definitive trick-or-treat radio top 25 films of like how we do for the year end. I'm so fucking hungry. So? Treat. Mr. Crowley. Boom, boom, boom. Golden pie taste is yummy. I would like some broccoli. All right. Cheese balls in my tummy. So for everyone sending out their lists, what you can do is email us or, you know, we'll start it. We'll start a thread on the fib as well. How about that? We'll start a thread on the fib. Maybe we'll have a vote because you can do a look at the voting thing. Maybe we could see if uh, folks out there want to vote. Um, on the top film, top horror film of the 2000s. Yeah, I see what Mike Neal's doing too. 
Yeah, but let's see if we can get some people... Some civilians, yeah. Some civilians involved. Send in voicemails if you got them. You can go ahead and send a voice memo and uh, record that on your phone and then send it to podcast at trickertreatradio.com. Yes. You can also use the SpeakPipe app, uh, which we haven't touted in, in a long time, but uh, I know a few people who call in regularly use it. So if you have an iPhone, I believe it's iPhone. I don't know if it's on Android, but you can go ahead and download SpeakPipe and then send it, it to Trick or Radio. And the pictures of your party. You can also go to trickertreatradio.com, click contact and there's a link right there to leave a voicemail right from your computer and you can just use the mic on your computer to do that or send us email podcast trickatureradio.com that's it we'd love to hear from you guys you could also tweet at the deadites we'd love to hear about your top films top horror films of the 2000s it's gonna be a tough one i'm gonna have to look at a a list because i don't i'm not gonna remember them all so let us know, and we're also going to review Green Inferno next week. Raven Shadow. Yes. Uh, what are you going to go eat? I don't know. Fucking something. Uh, Melissa says top 25 in order and released in 2000. Uh, no, 2000s. Yeah. 2000s, yeah. So from yeah. January 1st of the year 2000 until now, until whatever's been released since then. They all could have came out in 2014. It has to have been released in the 2000s. Z. Z. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. Thank you, Los Atlantis. 2000 to 2015. Is it that fucking hot? I don't know. <laughs> T for you, yes. Well, yeah, but I, I I understand a bit. All right, Raven Shadow, you're gonna get some Encrustables tonight or what? I'm fucking starving. I'm gonna have a box. For I'm gonna week. fucking pass out. Literally, yeah, I am. Really. I am. My eyes are are closed. Can I don't know if that comes across on <laughs> on video. My eyes are closed. <laughs> I'm so fucking. I'm like a tired. mongoloid now. My eyes <laughs> move together. Mongoloid. He was a mongoloid. All right, that's it. All right, uh, Raven Shadow. Nothing else. No, that's it. All right, I ain't got nothing else. Go listen to Cult of Muscle. Go check out our podcast, our appearance on their podcast, episode 91. Go check out our buddy El Goro and the uh, 31 Days of Halloween. Also, this comes out on the 30th on Devil's Night is when this episode drops. Ooh. And then the next day on October 31st, Halloween, we are going to release our Halloween podcast the extra special Ooh. halloween special, special featuring el goro from the talk without rhythm podcast and cdr and jakey Pooh from the cult of muscle yeah. we had a nice discussion about craven and carpenter well, for about two hours so it was pretty interesting we did get some nice voicemails for halloween and uh, i did get called mean a lot yeah you did which is ridiculous yeah. and there was some other fun stuff on there so uh give it a listen you got lots of content this week uh, if you haven't already heard Dynamo on Talk Without Talk Rhythm, Rhythm a couple yeah. weeks ago. It was awesome. We uh, discussed um, Phantasm 2 and, and Hellraiser 2, 2 Hellbound, yep. and a lot of Bruiser Brody and cataloging your music digitally and a whole bunch of other non-sequitur stuff. Yep. So you got that. Start there and then go to, I guess in sequence would be Cult of Muscle, yep. episode 91, where we talked about Lost Boys and uh, The Hills Have Eyes. Mm-hmm. And then you can listen to our two podcasts. Man, you're you're not going to have any fucking plans. This uh, we weekend. should just find a way for like a newcomers thing. I don't know how to do it, like a zip drive or something. A zip drive. Not a zip Who drive. Uses zip drives. <laughs> not a zip drive. Like Are you a, kidding me? Like a folder. I use like, a zip drive in like <laughs> no, listen, 1998. Sixteen hours of podcasting, so I'm tired. <laughs> 
like just something where somebody can like get all four of those like just all together and just get this fucking great experience of this community at its best. Well, they could just download them for fucking free on iTunes. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not just charging them here. I'm just saying that. <laughs> I'll hook you up. I'll be your sugar daddy into that. Melissa says, "Good show, but a little meanness. Not enough love for each other." What meanness? When was there meanness? Listen, I've had to deal with Monster Zero twice. Raven Chow, go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Monster Zero is like that monkey in the Raven Auntie voicemail. <laughs> All right, let's fucking end this we gotta episode. Go. Yeah, we gotta go. Dynamo, why don't you go ahead? Remember, show the way we go there you are. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to episode one seventy of Trick or Treat Radio. Thank you so much to Matt. Oh, that dude was the fucking bl- Thank best. You. It seems like it was ages ago that we talked to him. Thank but, you, yes. Connor Sweeney. But no, no, thank you. Go check, go check out Bloody Knuckles, My his friend. Matt O's flick. It looks like a fucking blast. We're gonna check it out soon, and uh, I, I have a feeling it's gonna it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, so, <laughs> thank you everyone for tuning in tonight. We will be back next week with our top twenty five horror flicks of the two thousands, and we're gonna review Green Inferno. See ya. Bombaleo, 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 Boom, 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 Bombaleo. You can do that. <laughs> that would be kind of funny.